Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody. And I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Pick any program and just follow it step by step, like our 21-day fix program or the ab shredding muscle burns fat program. Plus, there's free support in personalized fitness groups with our community of over 2 million members. Now is the time, so don't wait. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Gino, Yo. this is one of those nights where am I supposed to be excited about NXT? Am I supposed to be excited about the state of the Queen's Crown Tournament? Am I supposed to be excited about the way things are shaping up as we build towards Bound for Glory, as we build towards Halloween Havoc, as we build towards Crown Jewel? Uh, like, how do I feel... When my favorite football team in the entire world, you know, uh, has one of these things, I don't know what you'd call it, not a sex scandal, but just a guy sending some racist and homophobic emails, you know, it's a very weird time for me. I don't know how to, I don't know how to act. I don't know how to feel. See, this is what's important to me is I realized you need to still, yes, have your own opinions and your own wants, but try to eventually not have emotion towards like. <laughs> Big things like this. Just enjoy the content. Consume content of wrestling and be able to see what's good and what's actually bad. Is this how you've made it so far? Whenever anything happens in the real world, you're just like, at least I have NXT 2.0. Like, at least I have Tommaso Ciampa and Gacy. It doesn't matter whatever. Like, I'm a Raider fan, you know. I know that this isn't hashtags and headlines. I know you're not geezy, but you need to hear this. Because I have a Raiders coffee mug at work, okay? So I show up to work every day. I'm sipping my coffee. Raiders win Monday Night Football games. People are like, oh, Ryan, your team, and they're so great. Amazing. We love the Raiders because you like them. And then when the Raiders lose, oh, my gosh, the Raiders look like crap for the whole game, huh? Hey, they pulled within seven, though. They got a lot of good things happening on that roster. And then they lose to the Bears, and people are like, hey, the Raiders suck, huh? What's up with these emails? And then the day after that, today, Gino, it's, whoa, what did Gruden's emails say? I kind of want to read these emails. Because everyone just hears that they're homophobic. And everybody just assumes, oh, he was saying the F word. He was calling people the F word. He had to, he probably was ripping into Janikowski about how he raped that chick because there's misogynistic things in there too. What happened, Gino? Avoid the wrestling. Give me the juice. Give me the tea. Again, I'm not entirely behind on all this backstage football stuff. This person's emails being hacked to be presented with all this exposed content. You're because so, I'm not that much of a Raiders fan. You're like such I a wrestling a fan. You called it backstage. Like you, like you're just that's your yes. how your brain works. Your your way. Who's in gorilla? Like you don't know what's going on when I'm talking about the gridiron. So I will get my friend Geezy back eventually. Okay. And once I get him back, he's going to hear this. He's going to hear about Southwest employees that are quitting in masses. He's going to hear about hospitals losing employees by the thousands. Kaiser Permanente all agreed to go on strike, Gino. But you don't know any of this. You just know that Joe Gacy and Brock Lesnar's friend are, are a pair now. Like, that's what you're like. So many people are outside your door losing their jobs because of COVID. And 
now it's like, oh, well, at least at least bald Brock Lesnar is friends with my friend Joe Gacy, right? That's what you're yes, thinking. Yes, at least Harlan has a push finally. He has this new name, this new gimmick of this Brock Lesnar lookalike. He's finally going to get this slow push aligning himself with Joe Gacy to be able to follow in the footsteps of this man who's all about acceptance, includes, again, inclusivity, helping us be inclusive, helping everyone be a better person. Doing it for all of us. How is he a better person? He beat up Tommaso Ciampa after the match, Gino. How is he a better person? Is he even vaccinated? How do I He's, judge? We, we will learn about Harland. We will learn what his whole deal is, if he is going to be a follower of Gacy and learn from Gacy to be a good and a better person. Because right now, yes, that might have just been a slip-up, a moment of weakness for him, where he attacked this man after this big match that Joe Gacy lost. So now he wants to help Gacy. So we're going to see how well this long-term storytelling goes. But speaking of this Maddie Spice zero four says, Gino, do you have a job? Yeah, Gino, did you lose your job because of COVID? Like, what happened? Tell me your COVID story. Are you vaxxed? I am vaxxed, yes. And oh, I did lose my job during this COVID epidemic, but not because of COVID. But let me continue on with long-term storytelling we had on this you were, show. No, you were talking so much about Joe Gacy. I got it, okay? We all yes. saw it. It was it was not that cool. Joe Gacy and Harland. Oh, not and just, Harland. Amazing. You know, they, his new name. You know when you say these things, everyone goes, oh, that sounds terrible. Like, people didn't see it. Like, you and I watch. I didn't watch the first hour of NXT. I was watching the third hour of Hulu Raw, it felt like. I watched Hulu Raw, and even that was forever. It was the, the longest episode of Hulu Raw I'd ever watched today. And there were even moments where I thought, wow, they made sure to show me this. They made sure to tell me John Cena was on Saturday Night Live, Gino. Like, I, why is that? You, what did I miss? Like, How come in wrestling, I feel like a three-hour Raw, there's so much story to tell, but they need to let me know what happened on NBC Saturday Night Live. Like, I don't care. I'm already a wrestling fan. That's why I'm watching the Hulu version. Do they expect just casual streamers to like be scrolling through, what's on Hulu? And then they find Raw, and they go, oh, wow, I hope they impress me with one of their guys being on Saturday Night Live. That doesn't impress me much, Gino. I'm like Shania here, Twain. Well, here's the thing. They showed it on Hulu because you're on Hulu. You're watching the show. So they're like, you see that John Cena's a wrestler. They're like, you're a big fan like John Cena. You then could see, oh, he was on SNL and you're on Hulu. You could just go right to SNL and watch what he did. Yeah, but if you're a wrestling fan or if you're a WWE person, why would you want that? Like, I would say, hey, did you like John Cena on Raw? You would love him on SmackDown. Hey, did you like John Cena on on SNL? Yeah, I'm glad you're here to watch Monday Night Raw because I guarantee you. Says you are so beautiful to me. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, Ricardio. That was to meet you know. He didn't say it was for you. Gino, so you're still hunting for a job. What's your dream career? Are you going to work for MLW? I don't know, man. Again, I think if I have like a dream career, it's something like this. It's communication. It's talking. It's helping others. But it's just communicate to masses. Malachi Black says Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes cashed the in. The new North American champion, Carmelo. He cashed man. in his Money in the Bank contract, his Call Your Shot trophy. He is now the NXT North American champion. This entire stream tonight, this entire Vleeties, if you downloaded the podcast, this whole podcast is dedicated to Carmelo Hayes and Trick Daddy. What's his friend, Gino? Trick Daddy? What's his name? I don't remember the last name, but I just know he was Trick and he's about it, about it. Is it Isaiah Trick Williams or something? I don't know. I don't remember what his name was, but he's got a friend, okay? Because 
Vince McMahon is racist. If you have one black person, they need to have a black friend and they need to have swag and they need to do millions of dollars, millions of dollars, millions of dollars. And if they don't do millions of dollars, they have to do because we want the smoke or they got to do because New Day rocks. There's always got to be a fun double black guy thing. Okay, Gino. Yeah, they always say, again, you talk about all this, but you don't remember crowd time with money, money. Yeah, yeah, the very first oh, one so, that they did on the main roster. So black. They were the blackest guys. They, like, and they were awesome. That's my favorite part about the about crime time is they were never even tag champs. But we all have this reference. We all love these crime time characters, and we miss them. When Chad died, I was legit very upset because I thought for sure he was going to get another run. We were all waiting for that Royal Rumble where, for some reason, a tag team came out. And here comes crime time to to finally win the Royal Rumble as a pairing. That would have been amazing. So, yeah, they did money, money, yeah, yeah. Then it was millions of dollars, Gino. Even the Dudley boys, the 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 Devon got to yell, Waza! That was fun. He even got That's to – even when Bubba would push him, Devon would go, what? And then they would uh, – Bubba would yell, get the tables, but then the fans would yell it too. So, Devon didn't get a huge role. But there's still time. How old are the Dudley boys? Why aren't they wrestling anymore? What happened? I don't know. Bully Ray, like, he did retire, like, at an ROH show, I believe. Or was it all out? Like, all in, I think. He was at none of those. He was at none of those. He's never been in AEW. It was before he did. It was, like, all in the first event that was not technically there. That was him where he went to the ROH show that was before that. Malachi Black says John Gruden is gone Vladies. Your Raiders are fucked. I think that you're wrong about that, though, Nathan. I think that for sure, John Gruden being gone is better for the Raiders. You look at how the Raiders were 25 and 23 under Jack Del Rio. They had a winning record. And since they've gotten rid of Jack Del Rio, they've had a losing record. So I don't understand where John Gruden gets this credibility. Oh, I'm the greatest coach ever. He won a Super Bowl with Tony Dungy's roster. Matty Spice 04 says they lost their coach that was making a shit team win. I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I, I really – John Gruden did, was doing, what, 3-2 and two this year? So, hey, that's almost – you know, that's a winning record by one game. But let's not pretend like these last two games the Raiders' offense didn't look like dog shit. And everybody could say, oh, the game against the Bears doesn't count. Malachi Black says knew. Josh Jacobs has to be traded. Raiders are racist. We need to get – Amari Cooper back, Khalil Mack back, Antonio Brown back. So many people of color, Gino, have been traded. Does that upset you? It does upset me to a point because it's not allowing people to stay on their team. We want to keep trading them, and we think we're going to get a better player for said team. But really, if you stay with your homegrown talent, you grow them to be them, be better each season. Would you like football, Gino? Would you like football if every October they went – it's time to shake things up again. And they would take all the rosters, everything that you're familiar with, and they just decided, you know, it would be a better idea to redraft all the teams. Would that make it more exciting for you? I think it would be more exciting for everybody if there was just a mid-season draft again. You yeah. have the first beginning draft, and then you draft again, middle of the games. I agree. I think that's a way better way to do it. I think that nobody should get attached to any one player. You really should have to – uh, redraft every time. Like, hey, look, we're loving what these guys are doing uh, on the Packers. We want Devontae Adams. We're going to draft him first. And then the Packers are like, well, Malachi Black says, where is Bound for Glory 2011? Bound for Glory 2011. I think it dominated the poll, Gino. Tyler Spita says, I love Sonic Gino. 
I love, love Sonic too, Gino, Tyler. according to Tyler Spida. He, if only he heard what you said about John Gruden's emails. <laughs> Bound for Glory, 2011. I didn't even check the results. The poll's probably over. How come this? Why did this win? I don't understand. I don't know either. <laughs> is it because of Big Bob? Like, is that really what happened? Because that's what Nathan was telling me. It was all because of Big Bob. Big Bob got a huge push at the last minute here. So people want to see Big Bob when he was just Robert Roode. What, Gino, Bound for Glory, 2011, not even Japan for Glory? Listen, I understand. You wanted Japan for Glory. I really wanted Destination X. I wanted that big win for us to look back and see if that event was just the Austin Aries match or if there was more to it that we really were behind. But no, people want to see the start of what we felt was going to be this never-ending title reign of Mr. Robert Root. And it, and it does seem a little bit like, well, Root doesn't even win the belt at Bound for Glory. That's the funny thing is injured yes. Kurt Angle wins that match. So we're going to relive that moment. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. And another so start. The, and I got to uh, be honest, we we went impact this week. We got half the votes. People were the, the crowd has spoken, Gino. They, this is one of the last impact ones for a while because we went right out of the gate impact like, like a bunch of idiots. We should have just kept doing WWE, kept sticking with the masses because here we are trying to be the cool kids who watch everything. Meanwhile, nobody cares. Like I think like 10 people were like, oh, I guess we'll watch Impact with these guys. Nobody wants to watch TNA Bound for Glory, even though that dominated the poll, you know. Actually, it only, it only barely, it almost lost to WCW. So we were all way off entirely. But speaking of being uh, hipsters and being in the know, we watched NXT tonight. Malachi Black says Royal Rumble 2003 wasn't even on the poll. Exactly. We did it way wrong. We had, we got in the mode. You know what the problem was? Royal Rumble 2003 is one of the greatest pay-per-views ever. And I thought after watching, after December to Dismember won the poll, I thought, okay, the only thing that's going to win polls is the shittiest pay-per-views ever. People are going to want to watch us. Like, we're going to watch the worst things. Like, I was just, I was already in that mindset. I'm only going to watch bad wrestling events for the rest of my life. So I put bad wrestling events on the poll. Now, TNA Bound for Glory 2011 is pretty good. I will be on Sting and Hogan, are you serious? Until the finish. Hogan wrestling in knee pads and jeans. Awesome outfit. So WCW Sin, that's the one where I think Sid Vicious' leg is, like, destroyed. Uh, Destination X is actually a good show. Bound for Glory Japan is terrible. So this almost, like, I thought for sure... That out of all of these, I put TNA Bound for Glory Japan because I put that first. That's going to win. It didn't. And maybe next week we just go all WWE. It's all WWE, WCW. It's called Fire Up Your Peacock, not Fire Up Your Ultimate Insiders YouTube subscription, Gino. I mean, I understand that is what we decided to name it, even though we should figure out like a way to include the possibility of impact and no. other promotions in the near future. We can see what we can figure out because there will be a time where people will want to see us or listen to us watching like GCW events. Oh, Bound New for Glory. Japan events. As we're talking about it, Bound for Glory is getting more votes. 2011 is getting more votes. Yeah, it's wow. over. We Look, we can be hipster wrestling fans all we want. You have to understand this is the masses, bro. We're talking to... We're talking to people that have Peacock. They want to watch Peacock. This Bound for Glory one, I'm going to stream the entire thing on a screen and try and record the vi the video and the audio and just upload it as one giant three-gig piece to Subscribestar for everybody. So I get where people are coming from because people aren't going to subscribe to Impact Plus 
in addition to subscribing to subscribestar.com slash Wheaties. We like we have to we don't want to give the not everybody has a million dollars, Gino. Not everybody's unemployed and has all the money in the world, Gino. Don't know how you're pulling this off. Uh, COVID, I bet. I bet you got Vax money. Did you get paid to get Vax? What was your reward? I just got vaxxed. No reward from it. Just I did. Are you a Pfizer boy? I uh, which one was? Yes, I believe it was. Oh, thank goodness, because Geezy got his today, and we can't, I got I can't wait to talk to him about it. He got the Moderna. He's a Moderna boy. So we, we have a feeling in like two years we're gonna be lizard people. We're just gonna be completely different. Our DNA is gonna be completely restructured. He hit me with a what if question. He's like, "What if your body stops producing protein because this mRNA messes with your DNA?" And I said. What if it goes the other way and we produce more protein than ever? And we also produce our own creatine and our own steroids. And we all turned into Randy Orton, Scott Steiner, Hammerstone lookalikes. We're going to be insane fit figures because we got the vaccine, Gino. We know we don't even know what's in it. Sugar is in it. That's kind of a weird thing, right? Sugar? I mean, it might be weird, but again, who knows what really is within it besides, again, the actual virus to an extent, a small bit of it for us to be able to fight it, counteract it. But what I do wonder, since you did bring him up, we do need to bring up Hammerstone, our boy Ham. We saw the match. He got fucked up with his like. You saw how he landed with that spot. It was a great match. I got to be honest. I watched this on Fightland and – So they're on Vice. I don't know what Vice really is. Is Vice a serious television channel? Because part of this event seems so legit. I felt like I was watching WWE. And then other parts seemed so amateur. It felt like I was watching public access. Says Pfizer is for gains. Moderna is for cardio. Oh, thank you so much. I was not sure about that. That is a good point. Pfizer is for gains. Moderna is for cardio. See? See, I got that one mixed up. Malachi Black also said, Vleeties, no putting the watch-alongs on the podcast feed. The first one was free because we were just testing it out. I wasn't sure how it would go. This Thursday, another watch-along, Gino. Are you ready? Bound for glory. I'm going to be prepared for Bound for Glory 2011, man. And then, again, the next show, whether we do one that time right after or that Tuesday, we can then just discuss what we're going to do next and put the poll up. Maybe. We'll see what happens. We'll, and maybe maybe we'll just get rid of polls. We'll just watch whatever I want to watch because now I'm worried that I'm going to have to watch uh, – yeah, see, it's 2011, not a bad TV show from Maddie Spice. 2011 is a great, like, I, not a great time in TNA because clearly it was just a WWE ripoff at that point. They had Hogan. They had, you know, they had Sting. Stanger. They had Bischoff. It really was just like a, oh, we're, we're, we have all the legends that don't want to work in WWE anymore, Scott Steiner. And, here, here we are, like, this is our thing. And it kind of pushed guys like Samoa Joe, AJ Styles to the back. They all went to the back. Uh, certain guys were able to flourish, like Big Bob obviously got a huge push. James Storm got a big push. So there were guys that were able to kind of not break through the glass ceiling because it's not like they broke it. They kind of just slipped. Yeah, they were just right there at the ceiling. They couldn't go past it. Just like they, again, because they were pushing Big Bob, they were like, okay. Let's put Daniels and Cass with him because that's going to push them to the boot. But it didn't. I don't even think it was a ceiling. It it wasn't even a a glass ceiling, Gino. It was a sliding glass door, and it wouldn't open all the way. And they just kind of got through it. It wasn't necessarily. Oh, we Matty Spice zero four says, "Who TF is Big Bob? I've never heard of him." Oh, Big Bob is great. He's on. He's part of the Dirty Dogs. Him and Dolph Ziggler. They're a tag team now. One of the greatest in history. And. Kaz and Daniels got big pushes in TNA. What are you talking about? 
Like I mean, say like during that time, like 2011, I think it was 2012 when again the biggest push they had at that time was the Clear Lynch store. Yeah, it was a big push. You know, you what about Fortune? That wasn't a big push. And Fortune was, but then when Fortune merged with the Immortal, what that's a- when it was kind of like uh, you're just grouping them. And I knew I see what they were trying to do in hindsight. They were thinking, let's put these legends, let's put these people that everyone knows, the mainstream audience knows, and put these new young guys with them. And that'll get people interested and want these young guys to win or lose because they're with the bad guys or good guys of the legends that people know. It didn't really turn out that way because the old people were on television more than the young ones. You know who Christopher Daniels is, though, right? I don't know. It seems odd that you said that because you're more of an indie wrestling person than me. Yes. Christopher Daniels was, I mean, he, he was Mr. TNA in like 06. What do you, what do you, yes. mean, early what do you days mean? TNA, he was great. It was the big push. But again, when they were trying to push him again in that 2011 era with again, Immortal Fortune, they didn't really get him to that main event tile picture. And it wasn't until like after TNA when he became for his first time in that young, like in his older age, being Ring of Honor champion again. Yeah, but Ring of Honor champion, I think Bruce Pritchard said it best. That's like being employee of the month of the Dairy Queen. Like it, it's, I think there was such a big difference because even the X Division title, in a lot of ways, I feel like is more respected than Ring of Honor World Title in 2012 or whenever 2013. Like after Cagstagnoli and Kevin Owens and all these guys left Ring of Honor, I mean Ring of Honor, you can we can all pretend like Adam Cole and the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and Cody. We can all pretend there was this amazing era of Ring of Honor, but nobody watched it. Like it really took AEW to bring this wrestling to the forefront. Because can you imagine Ring of Honor on TNT? Absolutely not. But I think that Daniels, even in two thousand three and four, that era of TNA was was pushed. Let's not. Malachi Black says road title means less than the shit I just took. Did you hear that? Nathan just took a shit, and he says that's worth more than the Ring of Honor title. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but I do know that Roosh wasn't even on the PWI 500, and he was the champion when that happened. That is true. Sadly, Roosh is not being respected as much as he should, and a lot of Ring of Honor guys not being respected like they should. Like, I don't even remember if EC3 was on the top 500. He should they probably was he should what he's the worst by the way he's i was not i was looking for new sounders today and my uh, my instinct was to look up ec3 and that's the only he's the best at that he's the best at being terrible did you watch the video of him and braun while braun's crying in the bar and they're talking about your creator only has one monster and that's roman did you hear this awful yes, video? Again, it was a great again here's it was a story he was telling he was talking about the monster trying to understand and break him to break the monster and realize that that's just a character it's not him it's not adam here he needs to break free and no longer be this monster no longer be this creation that he was forced to become this character he was forced to be made by this three-letter brand See, so again, I understood the story he was trying to no, tell. No, I, I liked it. You just told that story in 24 seconds. It took him a three-minute video. Like That's what I mean about EC3 is there's things that he, he comes up with catchphrases or words. You see this logo? Like He does things like that that are so predetermined and douchey, he doesn't let the organic storytelling happen. So that's why we're, we're stuck with moments like, like the storyline between him and Jay Briscoe. That's the only story I can reference because that's like the last – storyline i really know he was involved in the whole storyline of that the whole 
uh, he won't even shake look. His hand. He won't even look at Jay Briscoe because he knows Jay's not going to shake his hand. Jay Briscoe's not going to shake your hand. You have no honor. You don't get to participate in the code of honor. Like this whole story that these two told was excellent. And then in that whole process, we had the awesome EC3 clip. Prove to me honor is real. Like he just, he doesn't know how to let things be organic. He has to force it. He has to get down on a knee, Gino. I'm doing this visual. He has to get down on a knee, put an arm up, put the other arm up, stand up with both arms. It's just the most confusing synchronized swimming routine. He's just, he watched so much wrestling that he took from it. Okay, I got to do this and this and this and this and this. And this shirt needs to be like this. He probably, when he's looking in the mirror, like with his, because you know, he's always shirtless with a zip up hoodie. He's probably like, where should my zipper go? Too high or too low? Like he doesn't know where it goes. So he's this guy. So I don't, PWI 500 maybe, but he's above Lulu Pencil in my book. But terrible wrestler. To you, I can understand that. To me, he has great character work. He is amazing at characters. With him being this current essential character right now, that he is trying to help free these people, freeing the narrative. Again, I still need to see the second one because it does intrigue me, the idea of this monster that he wants to help. Adam and see what happens to these other characters that are trying to be freed because I saw because I looked at the card that they have on this show and Matt Taven is on there and I'm actually curious how the story goes with freeing Matt Taven uh, that makes it worse you know I don't know how you can't see that Matt Matt Taven he's good good What's at what Matt Taven what do you wrestling mean? good he's at wrestling. A good wrestler do you want me to pull up the 19th anniversary show again don't watch the night to do we need to watch, watch his tag team matches with Mike Bennett. Him who? and Mike Bennett are a good tag team. Who you don't like. You don't even like Mike uh, Bennett. He's okay. Mike Bennett is 100,000 times better than Matt Taven. Now, that is a statement that I know is not true. Mike Bennett, the prodigy Mike Bennett, the miracle Mike Bennett. Uh, there was a point, if you look back, there's this match Mike Bennett has that you need to see. He had a match with Tanahashi, and it's not that good. Like it should be for a Tanahashi match. I can't believe this match you don't like. And I can't believe you watched Vincent versus Taven. And how many times did they wrestle? I don't remember how and were any of them like good. Almost never ending feud has been. I'm sure one of their matches were good. I wasn't following the entire story because Vincent's an interesting character, but I'm not that invested in him. I don't know like what I should be. He's not. No, you shouldn't be. You had it right the first time. He's not an no. interesting character. It's the terrible show. Uh, winning the title there uh, during this time, like even trying to get behind Roosh. I was this guy. Okay, Roosh versus Jay Lethal. Sounds like Sunday Night Heat, but I'm going to watch this and treat it like a world title match. And I actually really enjoyed it. I thought that was a fine. It was. I watched that 19th anniversary show with very high expectations because it is still Ring of Honor. As much as I can pretend, oh, they don't have this, they don't do this, it's still supposed to be the wrestling one. It's Ring of Honor. Yes. It's, it's in the name. This is, you know, they have their own gimmick. They've stuck to it this whole time. Yep. And I watched this event, and it was god-awful. It was one of the worst from top to bottom. And look, I'm the diehard wrestling Malachi fan. Malachi Black says, what the fuck are these names, Matt Taven and Vincent? See? no, And if, they, if I showed them Matt Taven, they would go, oh, come on. Matt Taven is not good. And you say, tag match with Mike Bennett. Maybe Mike Bennett's good. Like, well, Marty Jannetty's awesome. It's like, well, he was teaming with Sean. Sean's pretty good, all right? So Stevie Ray, well, yeah, Booker, Booker T. So there are times where a tag team makes one guy look good, and then when they do single stuff, it doesn't work out. Like Matt Taven 
versus uh, Vincent. Terrible, terrible series of matches. I've never seen a good Matt Taven match. Even when he fought, I think I watched him fight Dalton Castle one time and I didn't like it. Yes, I mean, that's because I think you at the time had a pre-dress position where you just did not like Dalton Castle. You just had a negative feeling towards Dalton. I like Dalton I, Castle more than Matt Taven. Okay, that's when, at least a positive. You at least Dalton, have a good opinion there. Dalton yeah, Castle. Hey I'll, be, hey, I'll throw this out there. When Dalton Castle won the title, I thought, okay, that's interesting. I might watch this. So I, I don't have anything against Dalton Castle. If anything, it's it just proves that Matt Taven's terrible. Okay, from your opinion, again, it's per opinion. We don't have irrefutable proof that Matt Taven is bad. We have no way to prove someone is bad. It's all opinion-based. Sure. So again, for you, yes, Matt Taven's bad. To me, Matt Taven's a good wrestler, good hand, which is what you need in a wrestling match. Is Matt he... Taven's perfectly fine. But if we ranked him, and I love that every time you and I talk, it turns into, like, oh, you don't like, Chris, you don't like Chris Jericho. You, like I find out these weird things where – like Matt Taven is in some weird high regard for you where I'm talking about when we were just talking about Christopher Daniels and his push and lack thereof. Again, and, in the later days of TNA, yes. Again, early he was great. He did get that push and he deserved. But then later, again, 2011, 2013, the biggest thing they did do for him was, again, just Claire Lynch. Sure, yeah, Claire Lynch. An and ego Hall of Fame well, just and, because they were trying to make fun of Kurt. And he had the match. Uh, he had the AJ Styles screwdriver match. Last yeah, you know, Wendy. You know, the, he still was around. And I know he wasn't the world champion, but he was still a top guy in TNA as far as when Kevin Scampoli and I would, would watch some wrestling. Uh, Malachi Black's asking, uh, Nathan's asking who Dalton Castle is. What was that gimmick he would do with all those people? He did like a human throne kind of gimmick, didn't he? Where yeah, he's the peacock. He's great. Yeah. Again, he has followers with him because he's a peacock. And he uh, was on Celebrity Family Feud. He was on uh, David Arquette's family with I, RJ City. Jungle I, Boy. I guess the only way to really like, <laughs> he was kind of femme. It's hard to explain. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's kind of gay. Flamboyant. I yeah, I don't know. I don't really know how to make it like apropos, Nathan, because he was kind of. He was a little like gay. That's just the only way I can describe it. Is he it's would flamboyant? He would it's come like out. Jimmy Jacobs. Yes, it's a little like that. This is Dalton Castle. This is terrible. I wanted to watch him in the ring. Holy shit! Is that Vincent? Maybe. So Dalton Castle's. He's got like the waist high. He's not in the best shape. Oh, Again, hey. because this is during uh, COVID times, like or at least after, like because of. It used to be like really good. This shit. is 2019. This this is pre-COVID. That's like right before it. Yeah. So he's not in the best shape. There's Matt Taven. There's your friend, Matt Taven. Yeah, Matt Taven, his boy. Matt, you have well, next two boys. His other boy is RJ City. Was out there. I was trying to throw you out of the ring so, so you wouldn't get hurt. There were some big boys in there. Is he gay? He could be gay. It doesn't matter. It's just you know? for I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing if he is, all right? I don't know why you're acting like it's a bad thing. What are you, John Gruden? I love <laughs> Matt. I love Dalton Castle. For some reason, you think he's worse than Matt Taven, which I think is weird. I think that. Oh, I think they're right neck and neck. I didn't say one's worse I, than the other. If I was doing a PWI 500, Matt Taven might not even make it on there. Dalton's at least in the, the 400s, like maybe 408, 408. You know, he's in mine. Surprised he That's didn't. That's good. Yeah, I don't know where he is in yours, but like I, I think it's easier for you with all these wrestlers that you bring up that we talk about. These guys can all be in my four hundreds. Like, okay, yeah, Matt Taven not in the five. Maybe Vincent. Those guys are not in the five hundred. But if they did make it, yeah, they're in the four hundreds. 
All right. Uh, so, okay, well, since you're on this like 400 area, what about Mance? What about Mance Warner? Oh, Mance Warner's higher up than that. I like Mance Warner. I don't right. like Gangrel, I think is what your problem was. <laughs> like in 2021, if I'm going to do a, a power ranking of 500, uh, Honky Tonk Man and Gangrel don't make this list, okay? Mance Warner can be in the 200s. I mean, Light Beers and Lariats. Any wrestler that uses beer in their like gimmick, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. So I, 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 I'm on board. And I did watch, uh, I guess this is kind of mainstream, John Moxley and Nick Gage. They had a fight to the to the death almost. Yes. Both guys were using the pizza cutter. Uh, what's up with this cutting out John Moxley's tongue? Why did why is Nick Cage trying to do that? It's because that was part of the spot they were doing in their match in uh, CZW that was presented and shown on Dark Side of the Ring. So again, they were just calling back to it mm. from all these years back. And since Dark Side of the Ring came out, they're like, we can do this and people will understand and get a big pop and reaction from it. Yeah, see, I, I watch I watched Dark Side of the Ring one time, and I that that went way over my head. I remember he robbed a bank, and then Moxie was like, "That's Nick fucking Gage." So yeah, I remember that portion. I don't remember tongues being cut out. What? Yeah, he was explaining that happened there at that match. But another thing, since you, we're talking about Fight Club, and again, since I brought up Matt Warner, and I told you this that we have second gear crew against them boys, and that's actually happening next month at GCW. We're You're moving them on, boys, the Briscoes. Or Sengir crew. We're trying to talk about Moxley. John Moxley's a huge star, Gino. All right. We got to keep it mainstream for at least two minutes. The Briscoes are also mainstream. That's not what mainstream means, Gino, just because they've been wrestling for 20. This is like Gangrel all over again. Just because guys have been wrestling for a long time doesn't mean they're mainstream, doesn't mean they're legends. Okay. They're just. We are also some of the best tag teams. John Moxley is a good. What do you not like Moxley now? Where's he on your PWI? Moxley's really good. Again, I think in the match, let's focus on that match. Yes, an amazing death match we had. We had Mick Foley coming out in the beginning before the match even started, popping the room, getting a reaction, and then saying, fuck Matt Cardona because we're setting up Matt Cardona versus Mick Foley. Maybe is Mick, is Mick allowed to wrestle? Walk me through that because I thought he had some legends contract where he couldn't do anything with any other companies. And here we was in GCW as the announcer, as the guy standing in the ring. And it did give it a fun feel like, wow, Mick Foley's at this thing. It's again, like Mick Foley, I gave it a big reaction, big spot because I think Mick might not be like contract with Davey, but he cares about the company. That's why he made that whole video where he said, we have a problem. But again, then he comes out to this great independent show, this great reaction from the crowd, setting up for this amazing match that we get to see of Moxley versus Gage, where we got to see not just a pizza, we got to see glass, we got to see light tubes. I would have loved to see more light tube spots. I would have actually, the ending spot is what worried me because Nick Gage was setting it up. Old chairs and the glass. And I'm not sure if it was intentional, or if it was supposed to be like a DDT, but Gage messed up and he just did a suplex. Because all it was was Moxley just going right through that entire glass and Gage was perfectly safe. But either or. That'll... It's still a six spot. So what do you think? Because even even people that aren't, because even in the chat we were talking about it. Because I, I after, the, after the Wilder Fury boxing fight, I decided to watch that match. I, I didn't even watch the knockout knockdown thing yet. I only saw some spoilers for that. Cause of course, yeah. of course the, the internet, the internet, but uh, I, I, I watched the Nick Gage match because I was so fascinated. I just wanted to see it. And there are wrestling purists out there who love NXT, who like a good in-ring competition, but don't like the death match stuff. 
I, I don't know why, but seeing Mox, maybe it's because it was Mox, and seeing seeing him in this environment, I thought it was really great. And Nick Gage obviously comes out. He's out of shape. You know, I even like when they say 207 pounds, everyone goes, ah, like, he's probably not 207 pounds. But then his whole big fucking introduction, which I love. I love the whole introduction that he's done now. for. Oh, yeah, the time. fucking god of this shit. Yeah, I even wrote that in the yes. chat. I was so excited. The it, man, the king, the fucking god of this shit. It just Nick gets you so fired bitch. up. It gets you so fired up for this guy to, to who probably does heroin to have a wrestling match. And I thought it was a fun event. I didn't see the whole thing. I fast-forwarded through most of it. Honestly, through Ugh. all of it. Yeah, through all of it. Fast-forwarded through all of it. I didn't want to watch the Effie stuff. You didn't want to hear Mick. You missed Effie and Macrador where he took a chair shot right to his head. I didn't miss it. And then it. there's this dumbass I, I fan. It's like, it. oh, you it. need to stop doing these chair shots to the head. And then, Mick, and then Effie and Macrador respond to that idiot. Be like, no, we're supposed to do shut the fuck up. Yeah, I, I, I didn't fast. I didn't miss it. I just skipped it. I didn't want to see it. I just moved on. I thought, nah, I don't need that. I you just didn't need- get to see Calvin Tankman in the scramble with Thunder Rosa. Gina, Gina, I wanted to watch you mainstream people. The good matches. You're naming Thunder Rosa's not mainstream to you. Not to the world, okay? Well, she's probably AEW's more main- the world. She's more mainstream than the other names you said. I was more referring to like Calvin Tankman, and you brought up other names. Even when you keep talking about Second City Gear, I'm like, I don't know who that is. Second Gear Crew, Matzer, and Matthew Justice. Well, why are they called Matthew that? Justice? Was the former WWE guy? That's the thing. I don't know. I don't remember him in WWE. What does that mean? Former- I forget to say, like he was a former guy, like was going to be a big star, but then they just dropped him. So what? now he's been working in with Bancer. Was he Darren Young? No. Oh, okay, then I don't care about him. That's uh, what's it called? That's Fred Ross. Redford. Yeah, Fred. I, I know. I'm making a joke. So NXT <laughs> opens up with Joe Gacy, Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa beats him. For some reason, you thought Gacy had a shot at this. They did. I mean, Ciampa got beat up after the match by Brock Lesnar. So. And Gacy and, and Harlan, are they like, are, what's the story behind them? Do they make out? He, again, what happened was Gacy put his hand over his head. And they're like, he's, I think, speaking about he understands, but he wants to help him. So we're going to have this group, hopefully. And it's not going to be like they're going to have a few. I think he wants to have sex with him, Gino. I think you're being too vague. I, I, let's cut straight this to is the point. long-term story time. We've got to see where this goes. But again, you talk about the match, but that's not how the show started. Oh, NXT start. started off with a backstage moment with Isaiah Swerve Scott at Hit Row coming into the backstage area. And then Legato Del Fantasma come out with other masked figures to get in a vehicle to kidnap Hit Row. Oh, so that's... it's just Swerve coming out by himself. It's only Swerve to get ready for this title match. I mean, I guess. it's It was a convenient way to make sure that they didn't interfere or come out at the end. But Yes. Come on, this is. The, if, can we pretend wrestling's a little bit real? Hey, my all of my friends got kidnapped. Uh, this match is postponed until until uh, this pending police investigation is resolved. Just a little bit. Well, here's you know. the thing: we want to, we've had kidnappings for a long time. Remember Joe? Yeah, remember some more Joe was kidnapping, and then the but that was an impact. Violence. That wasn't TNA. That's that different. Matters. This is NXT. The music hits. The toxic attraction comes out. Uh, they're having a match with Raquel Gonzalez, right? Isn't that what's wasn't that what's happening here? We are getting Mandy Rose versus Raquel Gonzalez in a spin the wheel, make the deal. We're gonna find out what the match will be on Halloween. Having yeah, they're gonna sp- they're just gonna spin the wheel. This is like Johnny Gargano shit. How how come for yes. how come for NXT they think the wheel is Halloween? What is this Ouija board? Because of because of WCW, 
Halloween Havoc's WCW and Spin the Wheel and Make the Deal was a WCW thing because oh, of Sting that. versus Jake Roberts, I where they had the, uh, what was it, Coal Miner's Glove match. I hated Halloween Havoc. I know I've told this to everybody. The, all the pumpkins and shit, like people always talk about 95 WWF as this really, really gimmicky and cartoony time of guys that are hockey players becoming wrestlers. That, like when I see all those pumpkins, I'm just like, okay, all right, let's relax a little bit. Which which one's the company for kids? Which one has all the pumpkins and stuff and the jack o' lanterns? Uh, which one has? Try to think. Of, which one has Kane? All right, let's talk about what's really Halloween. Come on, catch the buzz, feel the oh, sting. Oh, look at that, an elixir bomb from Ricardio. Some chicken. Long, catch the buzz, feel the sting. Some chicken winners, Gino, coming my way from my good friend Ricardio. I appreciate that, Ricardio. And I also appreciate uh, Raquel Gonzalez versus Mandy Rose. Uh, am I excited for it? I don't know. Yeah, I do enjoy both these women. I think it's going to be a good match. It's Mandy's first title match that ever she's ever had the, in her life. It's going to be great. Ever since she lost the title of Tough Enough, she finally has found her way back. And because well, no, a title match. Wasn't she in an elimination chamber? Um, because remember, I don't remember. Oh no, I think she was in Money in the Bank because Sonya was like, "My friends are going to do it," and it really didn't really didn't lead to anything. So Malik Blade, Zion yeah. Quinn, skip that. Never heard about those guys. Ivy Nile. It was a good match. It was a fine I match. I didn't see any of these, though, so they don't count. But your favorite wrestler, Julius Creed, beat my favorite wrestler, Ikamanjiro. I guess you were right. Ikamanjiro yes. is a huge piece of shit. I mean, I thought he was one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. 205 Live history. He is, you know, Japanese wrestler, strong style, wears a sports coat the whole time. You were right, you know, he sucks. He's the worst. He's not on your yes, PWI we 500. We have the Creed brothers getting this big push because the Creed brothers are great. We're going to have them in the main roster someday soon going for the real tag titles. But first, they got to win these NXT tag titles from Imperium and MSK when their feud is done. These I think these Creed brothers are two white supremacists looking. I don't know. I think that Kevin's right. I think in this new era of WWE, Julius Creed and what's his brother's name? Get the other his first name again. He's another Creed. Austin, yeah, I think it's Austin and Julius, and I think that they they're both just too white. They look like the biggest gringos this planet has ever birthed, and I love them. I think they're a great tag team. But in 2021 WWE, and it's weird that they're beating a Japanese wrestler like Ikamanjiro, who you hate. Can't believe you like Ikamanjiro, you know? I don't hate him. He's a good wrestler. He again, that match was actually really good. I was surprised. About like Julius could actually work a singles match. Okay, so uh, Drew McIntyre kicks Biggie in the face, right? And then once Raw ends, Fleetis turns on NXT, and what does he find? Kyle Big Bob O'Reilly and his new tag partner Vaughn the Hammer Wagner. They're taking on Pete the Bruiserweight Dunn and Ridge the Iron Fist Holland. Okay, now this match yes. was a banger. Now I now it was it was okay, but uh, it was a banger. I mean, it's Rich Hall getting great for his move to SmackDown. Do you miss steroids? Because Von Wagner would be great if he could just get a little more yoked. Like if he had a lot, if he looked like Van Hammer, I think he we could do something with him. And Kyle O'Reilly, if we could stretch him and make him as tall as Von Wagner, these guys could be champions by the weekend. It's possible at the same time. Like I think Von Wagner has an interesting look because when I look at him. I keep seeing the unibrow. I keep seeing the forehead. 
Yeah, he looks and like I a, can't stop looking at. Him. He looks like a crow magnon. Yeah, I don't know why that's exciting for you, but he does look like it's, he looks like Edge. Um, you know when he's just with the brow. Well, yeah, but I don't see his brow when I'm walking, like the, during I the match. I see it all the time when you when you notice it. it it's you can't stop noticing. Just like when you look at that TBS title, it's the host title. The what title? H O S H O S. What do you mean? What do, what is, when explain? you look at the TBS logo close enough? You see an H, O, and an S. I have no idea where this came from or what you're talking about. You look I'm at saying, the, like if you look inside close enough, you can't unsee it. TBS. So look title. at the TBS title. Look it up, and then really look at it, and then you will see what I see. Okay, look at it really close, and you'll see the hose title. Yes, you'll see the lettering of this new championship. You'll see. Now look at how the T is spaced with the B H. Oh, yes. Oh, I see. Okay, I guess yes, I can't. Who, you can't unsee it. No, it's still the TBS logo. I've been watching TBS my entire life. I never, ever thought that. Did you learn that? that I've never seen week? that logo. Close. No, when I, I first saw it, I can't unsee it. When you, when you saw the belt, that's the first thing you saw is the hose title? I saw that T part was like connected to the line for the B, so it was like H-O-S. No, that's the TBS logo, the Gino. Women. There's and if you ever watch playoff baseball, you watch t- a lot of TBS once a year. Like nobody watches TBS, and then suddenly baseball playoffs, and you're going, "How come my cable doesn't have TBS?" And then you got to call and say, "Hey, I would like to add TBS, please." And they're like, "Okay, it's another sixteen dollars." And you're like, "That sounds fine. Just make sure I get the baseball games." And then you get the games, you know, and you watch TBS. TBS, very funny. You never watched Here's Conan? The, no, I. I mean, I watched Conan, but like on YouTube clips. Man, yeah, like, with the TBS logo on the bottom. Yeah, I see the Conan's YouTube logo on the bottom. I don't know, dude. I think this looks like the TBS logo, and you are that's a weird thing to notice. Because even when I'm Come not, on, catch the buzz, feel the sting. Oh, it's a, it's a pizza doing a kickflip. Thank you so much for cardio. I love pizza. I love skateboarding. And I love the TBS championship, Gino. I don't know why you're trying to degrade these women. They work so hard. They deserve it's, another championship. Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly win their match, okay? And yes, poor kids do. are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Thank you so much for the hydrate spell from Zane Kicks. Uh, I really appreciate the hydrate spells. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. I don't care what anyone says, Gino. Joe Biden's right. Great president, great man. Stay safe, spell. Come on, catch the buzz, feel the sting. Yes, and a so hot get, dog, and a hot dog hot. from a cardio, and another stick. So here we go. You know, again, we had this fun. Catch the buzz, feel the sting. Another hot dog. Keezy's in and the then, chat. He says to get vaxxed, You know, I already on, did get vaxxed. Well, you're already sting. behind the times now. You finally did. I've already been way before you guys did. Hot dog. So, I was waiting for the first catch wave. Catch the buzz, feel the sting. All these hot dogs. Only sixty. Credits. I was going to say calories. There are only 60 calories. Come on, Gino. catch the buzz. Feel the sting. 60 calories man, for man. a hot dog. That seems like it's unbelievable with all the stuff that's it's, in a hot dog. It's made out that's of that $13 sliced bread they sell on Shark Tank. So, Von Wagner, thank you so much for cardio. Von Wagner, again, when you look at his shooter brown, just like when you look at the TBS look, you can't unsee it. You can't Poor stop kids are seeing just it. as bright and just as talented as white kids. Thank you so much, everybody. The, the, so, Mana is real. I don't know why 
people ever doubt that. I don't know where people are getting the hose title from. Some people are just confused, you know, and it's okay. Some people think that the Ducks are going to win the Stanley Cup this year, okay? Some people are weird. Some people think John Gruden sent racist and homophobic emails, and there's no proof, except for there was one Poor that was kids proof. are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. A king's trove! Ricardio is just emptying the load. He's just dropping Poor a big load. kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. How many, how many king's troves exist? Mana is real. This is insane. Ricardo's having himself a time. Gino, Von yes. Wagner. <laughs> Von Wagner. He's a future star we have right now. We have the future of WWE Von Wagner He's teaming here. with the past of NXT Kyle O'Reilly. And they got this big win over the bruiserweight and his friend who's going to NXT, going to SmackDown very soon. In one week from Friday, it's official. He's going to be gone. He's going to be dead. NXT will be seeing the new changes. And then that next week, we're going to see who this person is that's burying their past to look for the future at Halloween Hat. Why did Tony D'Angelo get cut from NXT tonight? What's happening? Well, here's the here's what happened earlier since you missed this. We had lashing out with Lash Legend because last week, Tony D'Angelo spoke with Lash Legend. Be like, hey, I'd like to show. Wait, wait, I want to be say, on your show. Say this other name. Clear, what's this other name? Say it clearer. What's, what are you saying? Lash Legend? It is Lashing Out with Lash Legend. Lash Legend is a star who now has this talk show called Lashing Out with Lash Legend. Lash Legend had her show just today, Lashing Out with Lash Legend, where she was speaking about the goings on the week. She talked about the draft. She talked about how she was going to have Tony D'Angelo on. And then the producer, Mark, his name is, said, I told him we had some scheduling conference, so he couldn't come. But again, that was just them saying that they didn't want him on. So then later on in the show, we had a promo segment, a little backstage thing with a truck, uh, with a vehicle parked with its trunk to the camera, with Tony D'Angelo in front of it, speaking about that he was going to be on the show. He was there. He was ready. And then this conflict of schedules came about. I've never seen this. I've watched this show at least two and a half times now. What the hell is this? Lashing out with Lash Legend? Is Lash yes. and I like that you said she's a star. I'm like, okay, well, hold on. She is there first of a star because she's a WNBA player. This is for sure, just like how you tell me Gangrel is a legend. Let's say what So she's from the WNBA is what you're saying? Like this is somebody. Yes, I believe she is a former WNBA player. This is someone they recruited. Now they're teaching her how to wrestle and she's, this is it. This is it now. She gets a talk show segment. Yes. All right. Hey, and so- then she had a producer named Mark and then Tony D'Angelo had his little backstage promo that I was talking about where he talks about that he met this Mark and Mark's a good guy. And then he's going to miss Mark because then after he walks off camera, you see the trunk is being bumped. Because he's inside. The yeah, trunk. Mark was in the trunk. He shoved. Mark, the producer. He shoved a guy in the trunk. Gino, I know I'm going to watch this tomorrow with Kevin. All right, you don't need to run the whole thing down. All right. Shall we? Yes. yes. The WWE draft starts this Friday. Are y'all ready for that? Now your girl knows a little something about drafts. Like what? Because. Last legend, she 
got the rebound record in a single game with 27 rebounds. Good God. Gino, that's a lot of rebounds. This lady should play basketball. That's a lot of rebounds. Do you know how many... You know what the average, like, an amount of, first of all, that's a lot of missed shots, too. Let's let's put that out there into the ether. Somebody should not be able to get that many rebounds. That's a lot, Gino. Why is this lady not in the WNBA? And what's your favorite WNBA team? I do not follow the WNBA like uh, anyone else. Oh, you, I, you don't have to be a devout follower. I'm just asking who your favorite team is. I do not have a favorite team. I oh. enjoy them all equally. Oh, that's, who's your favorite player? I enjoy all players equally at the WNBA. Come on, give me one player. Give me one that stands out. Are you a Brittany Griner fan? Are you a, a Diana Taurasi fan? Like, who's your – who do you hang your hat on and say, I am a Candace Parker stan? I do not have a specific fan that I'm a fan – a specific player I am a stan of. Come WNBA, on. Because I barely know anybody. Come on, WNBA. Gino. That's very sexist if you don't have at least one player. All right, player. then. Lash legend. Flash legend, good pick. She 27 rebounds in one game. She's dominant. She dominated the WNBA. Now she's here in the WWE NXT 2.0. And it, does it annoy you that they keep referring to it as 2.0? No, because it just reminds me of, yes, this is 2.0, and it's not the original NXT anymore. But doesn't it two, doesn't 2.0 imply that there's been an upgrade? Like when they released AOL 2.0, it wasn't like a worse version of AOL 1.0. So I think that they should call it something else, NXT Dark or NXT something different. Because calling it 2.0 makes me think, yeah, that 1.0 was a whole piece of shit. Even though 1.0 was really good compared to what I'm watching now. Last Legend was never on 1.0. Yes, that is true. But here's what I consider. Sometimes the upgrade version of something is not that great. Like when we have been Windows 95, then we had Windows Vista. That's like two. We had Vista, then we had. We didn't have ninety eight. We skipped. We skipped ninety eight. We skipped XP in two thousand. We just went right XP, to Vista. We had two thousand. Then we had Vista. Yeah, we have all these other upgrades. Some of them were worse than others, even when they were an upgrade. Okay. So that's why I consider two point as it's, it's an upgrade, but it's an upgrade by their standards, which can be sometimes a bad thing. All right, it's like it's like the TBS logo. It used to be TBS, and then like a half moon beneath it. Now they just put it all in one little tab, and you think the T is too close to the B. So yes. I, I'm with you now. It's just like that. It's not quite the upgrade you were expecting. But like you said, it is something. So It's a change. Yeah, it's a change. And, okay, so we got to watch Tony D'Angelo be cut for time. He didn't get to be on Lash Legends show. Uh, Duke Hudson, what's this? What was this match? I liked – I ended up, I left this match thinking Grayson Waller is a big star. Why are they burying him? Well, here's the Grayson Waller is not being buried as we saw after the match later on in the show. But again, this is because we have these two great Australians, Grayson Waller and Duke Hudson, formerly Brendan Vink in the WWE Raw side those years back when he was teamed with Shane Thorne. I don't even remember this, that. I remember this. He was an MVP. You don't remember MVP with Shane Thor? That's great. Time. I watched Hulu Raw, and I guarantee they you, cut that part. I out. guarantee you they that was completely eradicated. Shane Thorne never made it onto Hulu Raw. Like that's Shane Thorne. Is so every great. time you say that name, I go, "Isn't that Slapjack?" So 
Yes, he was Slapjack. He was also again back in early NXT with Nick Miller and TM61 because they're both Pokemon guys and they're both from Australia. Oh my gosh, all of that sounds so terrible. And you go, Shane Thorne's great. Okay, we need Shane to. Re- Thorne's fun. We I need. Like. To, I, I would take Shane Thorne over Matt Taven, but either way. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, see, I would rather take the guy who was pretending to be crazy. I'm Slapjack. Give me him over Matt Taven on my PWI 500. So. Uh, can you imagine if TWFS, instead of the 100, we did 500? There'd be so many Matt would, Tavens on there. There'd be so many people that, we again, some people wouldn't know. You and I would be able to give Kevin these names that he wouldn't know, but he'd be, no. like, looking into it, and he'd be like, yes, this person could be on there, this person could be on there. Kevin would get Maybe to, like, 218, person. and he'd go, all right, you do the rest. And i go, oh, shit, okay, where do and I? You and I could do the rest. Where do I put, him, be, where do I put him in Jiro? Because Gino hates him. So, okay, <laughs> Grayson Wall and Christopher Daniels, Gino hates him. Duke Hudson and Chris Jericho in AEW, he hates him. Duke Hudson versus Grayson Waller. It's a great banger match again. You consider it was burial graceful, but Grayson had a good bit of out again, good bit of offense. Almost got the win at an early point, but Duke Hudson, the poker man, now he got the win. He gambled and he put it all on black, and he won big. (laughs) That's, that not a po- that's not a poker is you don't put it all on black but, He's but Duke, so yeah I, I i like this i just when i saw duke hudson coming out and i saw his little didn't he have a video before the match i just kind of thought okay yes he had a little promo backstage yeah. he's like, fighting some me. which jobber is he going to beat up and then grayson waller was that jobber and grayson waller dressed like sam shaw in early tna with like shorts and boots i really i really liked him i loved his look but he had to he had to do the job to duke hudson uh, yes. well, Indy Hartwell and the, the Parada lady. This was very, very skippable for me. Um, just Which is sad because Saray's good. They put her in a tag team. Just to throw her in a tag team. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with any of these women anymore. It felt like we had so much stuff going on with Candice. I mean, no, Candice is pregnant, but we had so much stuff going on with Indy and Candice and Dexter and even Saray. And this was very, very unwatchable. This was, this was. I'm gonna go hang out with my son and put him to bed. I don't even care. Uh, I, I would come back and look at it and go, okay, that's still happening. Okay, that's still happening. It was the longest yes. six minute match of my life, Gino. And I'm glad it's over. Yes, it was sad again. It was just a throwaway match. But during this match, Beth Phoenix talked about the Queen's Crown Tournament and how the fans want to have the women have the opportunity and the time that they deserve. And the time that they deserve, apparently, in the WWE is one-minute matches that showcase that we're back to the Divas era where we don't have women actually having good long-term matches because all the women's matches so far in this tournament, all together, do not even equal to the amount you of time when that the Finn Balor you right in the face. and Cesaro match was. Oh, really? That Finn Balor match yes. was really short. It's like 11 too. minutes what was that? Who, oh, was that a follow? Thank you so much for the follow. I was like trying to see like what it didn't pop up. Uh, yeah, that was weird. That Finn Balor match felt really fast. I watched that and yes. I was shocked at how quick that was. And then uh, Natalia versus Dewdrop, I because I did read a tweet that uh, I think Sean Ross Sapp, like he was the one who first, first pointed it out, like all oh, uh, eight minutes of women's matches tonight on Raw, uh, but. Some of that is storyline. Like, Shayna wasn't supposed to have a long match Esteban with Dana Esteban Apple Brooke. says you better be talking about Serena Deeb, Gino. Yeah, Gino. What's your what's your thoughts on Serena Deeb? Serena Deeb is a great legend in NWA. And in AEW, they're finally using her. And hopefully, if they don't give this TBS title to Serena Deeb, they give it to Thunder Rosa. 
where we can then have her build this title up and try to put it right up there with the women, the actual women's title. We're going to continue this feud with Thunderous and Britt Baker. Ty Conti, dude. Ty Conti for sure. What are we talking about? We got to get Ty Conti this belt. She's the perfect champion. Like she's just listen. If we go, if we give Ty any belt, Nada, we got to do. We got to build a women's tag team championship so that Ty and Anna Jay can just hold that title forever. I don't know. That seems see that doesn't seem as fun to me. I think that her being the TBS champion, uh, I I don't know. It's they can make this one the. The fun belt. It's going to be hot chicks holding the belt, even though Britt Baker, you know, rolled out on that. But I think that it just – Ty Conti being champion makes so much sense to me. It just – it fits. And I, Thunder Rosa is ready to challenge Britt Baker tomorrow night. You know, I think even though Ty Conti probably is as well, I think it gives her something else to make popular, make her own. People are going to want to watch Ty Conti defend that belt. Because people like to watch Ty Conti, Gino. Just be, can you just be toxic masculine for like one night? No, because earlier on NXT, our boy Joe Gacy told us that Tommaso Ciampa is toxic masculinity. And I do not feel that it is a good idea for me to fully be compared to Psycho Killer himself. Poor I, kids are just as bright and just as talented as white thank kids. Thank you so much, Tyler. I agree. And yeah, Gino, um, to, like Tommaso Ciampa is a current NXT champion, so I'm not going to listen to Joe Gacy, right? His I'd rather pri- his championship privilege. I was going to say white privilege. He's like super He's, Italian. All right, Italian people, white Gino. Watch what you say next. He again. He is a champion privilege. He has his championship privilege that he's taking advantage of too much. And Joe Gacy was just trying to teach him. A lesson and to help him understand. Yeah, real, do this real good for all lesson, of us because he lost. So yeah, awesome teacher. Uh, good for you. He Joe had Gacy. good sportsmanship early on. Then Tomas Champa just disrespected. Him. It was sad. Yeah, Joe used to try to be a wrestler, be like respect, him. and the Tomas Champa has no respect. Respect is earned, not given. Why are you shaking my hand? The, the, remember, did you even watch uh, Jay Briscoe? You got to remember when we super kicked you right in the, the face. The missing link is a new follower. Gino, you have to remember. You have to be. Prove to me that honor is real, okay? It's not yes. just given. You have to earn it. You gotta be. It has to be proven that it's real, Gino. Main event time. Santos Escobar uh, comes out looking awesome. So there was a little bit of me that thought maybe Gino's right about Santos Escobar. I am. But you're wrong. Isaiah Swerve Scott got the clean win. Uh, I mean, or was it clean? I mean, yeah, it was clean, right? Yes. Even though again, because Santos had his group, so yes, we had. Uh, what's forget his name? Poor right? kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Are you thinking about Trick Daddy? Trick, yeah, Trick Williams came out to help him. Just even the odds with Legato Del Fantasma getting involved in this great title match, and then just for Carmelo Hayes to come out, cash in his breakout tournament contract, where he could challenge for this North American Championship, and now our boy Swerve is no longer champion. He's now just on the main roster in one week from Friday. I love how they did that, though. I think that they did this in a great way. We knew Swerve had to lose the belt anyway. So give us the surprise of him keeping it against Santos Escobar and give us the, the cool moment of, oh, Carmelo's the champion now. Apparently, Nathan likes him, so some people enjoy him. Yes. I've only He's a watched great wrestler. Him. Carmelo's really good. Trick Williams is a good, like, second for him. Not entirely about these because they both could talk. But, like, after seeing this, like the first match of Santos, it just made me 
want to rewatch Lucha Underground because I I love how far Killshot has come. He came from like just being a really good wrestler that Killshot was in Lucha to now being Swerve and again he was grinding up just being this happy-go-lucky good guy and then getting this big push be a heel with this group of hit row yeah. and now being pulled up to the main roster getting some big thing that he deserves a lot more respect than some people give who is, Swerve is what man. who's not respecting Swerve what do you mean the people who just think like oh hit row is just a wannabe like uh death row records it's just like a gimmick and it's just like dumb it's Nobody's actually saying that new. who's saying that who is that there is that people is that sure. Steven Larson Maybe. No, yeah, there's no. There are people at least. Like, no, here, Swerve's great. I don't, I don't think anybody's ever going to say that. I mean, obviously, Hit Row is a complete play off a of Death Row, but that's what wrestling is. It's, hey, we're going to take something and tweak it and make it our own. And even if you can call it a, blat- a blatant steal, but hey, we're doing it. Uh, come get us. And yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like to kill shot. I like Shane Strickland. I watched him. Uh, yeah, you watched him in MOW. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen. Yeah, I like Shane Strickland. So. Isaiah Swerve Scott. I, I remember when I first started watching NXT again, I kept wondering, like, is this guy any good? Like, when does he do the good stuff? And then he did that gauntlet match or that five-man whatever, and I thought he was going to beat Bronson Reed that night. And I was like, dude, this guy fucking rules. I like this Swerve this swerve guy. And then you watch the development of he has hit row now. Because he used to just – remember he was uh, Leon Ruff? Remember that? Yeah, he, he was feuding with the um, like kind of just beating him down, which was good, good, good storytelling there. Just him feuding with the, uh, which he was going to hopefully help push Leon, and then they'd be released Leon Ruff. No, Leon went as far as he could, I think. But it's still, it was kind of cool to see, at least from from where I was. I hated that feud. <laughs> I thought that was useless. They had good matches. It's all about the matches. I know. The you're you're funny when you say they had good matches because they didn't. I, like you know, they did. Like to find good. Like was Dean Ambrose versus Cesaro with the in the pumpkin on the head match. Is that like a good match? You know. So I don't know if I would call them good. So once that, but that's their rivalry going into that that North American number one contendership thing at uh, stand and deliver. Cause I remember that was the thing was they had a little rivalry going and then it was, you know, Bronson Reed had his rivalry with whoever. I can't remember the whole thing. Like, yeah, like it was obviously Reed was going to be the one to go get Gargano next, but just because swerve, you know, was in there with his rival, you kind of forgot, Oh, he might be able to win this. And then he had a great match. So yep. swerve, and look, I'm not saying I've never seen a good Leon Ruff match because the answer is I have not. I'm sure they're out there, but I just particularly me, I have not seen one. Uh, so, but I thought that storyline was pretty well done, and that it's kind of buried by now. It's kind of done, but it still exists because they were having the six men gauntlet match, or I can't remember what it was exactly, but it was. Yeah, I forget the exact name of it, yeah. but I remember it was that stand and deliver night one. All right, we'll vote on it next week. All right, it's on Peacock. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. I enjoyed this this hour of NXT that I got to watch. I think that NXT uh, hasn't really – I don't know. What do you think, Gino? You love wrestling so much that it's hard to take your opinion and, and put it to what everyone else is thinking. When NXT debuted, I thought, this is great. And then I didn't watch it ever again because I kind of thought, you know what? It's all right. Like, I'm glad it, I'm glad it exists, but I'm not going to watch it. It's like you with the WNBA. You don't really support it. You don't really have a favorite team. You're never going to watch it. But it, Malachi Black says that title looks trash. Which one is he talking about? The North American I title? I think he's talking about the uh, TBS title. 
Look at you. You really have you're really having a hard time. This is the TBS title. You've never watched baseball, huh, Gino? No, I've barely watched baseball. Whatever I do, it's when there's other family that's just having it on in the background. Who's your favorite softball women's softball player ever, Gino? I don't have a favorite pro women's softball. Oh, it doesn't even have to be pro. I mean, we can do Olympics if that makes it easier for you. The US team. Well, no, like who on that team though? I mean, a lot of great women have been on that those teams. Like, so there's got to be at least one that you're like, oh yeah, I really liked so and so. I don't remember. Who Come I on, Gino, that. just give us the one. I don't have one. Come on, no G- one comes to mind. Gosh, I mean, I thought you were a little less toxic masculinity than that, because clearly Jenny Finch, outstanding pitcher, amazing softball player, won some gold medals, also very attractive, Gino. So it still ties into being toxic and masculine, but at least I support women's sports. Hashtag support women's sports. Uh, donate to Vleeties, and I will somehow get it to women's sports. I don't know how, uh, but yeah, Gino, you owe us one WNBA game uh, review to let us to, to just erase the amount of toxic masculinity I've heard tonight. You don't even want Ty Conti to be the champion because she's a woman. No, it's, I want women to be champion. I told you two great names who should be the first TBS champion, that being Serena Deeb or Thunder Rosa. These two great NWA women that show that they could be professional wrestlers and they can actually be good in the ring. And then AEW signs them because they couldn't work at NWA for a while. Frustrating. And, All frustrating stuff, Gino. Uh, let's, yes. we got to cleanse the palate. Um, let's take a look. Tony Khan talks Bray Wyatt. How about Tony Khan talking shit about Raw? Did you hear this? It's, well, it's not just Raw. He's talking shit about SmackDown. That's the big thing today. Continue to go downward. Oh, every time I open Wrestling Inc., you have to listen to Wrestling Inc. do their version of Leedy's. And it's wow. it's probably just as good. I don't, I've never heard Poor it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Mana Israel, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Nathan Weller, this title looks awesome. Are you against this TBS title? Were you expecting a tag title? I was expecting a trios title, actually, yes. For the women? For the men. I was expecting just a trios title, even though we did get the Jeez. reports of, yeah, they were going to get a secondary women's, which is fine. I just... I wanted because again, I thought for the longest time they were doing trios because it's in New Japan. It's pretty much everywhere is a trio style outside WWE, so they would do that instead. But they decided to go completely off this beaten path that's been made by these other promotions and go with a secondary women's title. These other promotions have been holding women down for centuries. Are you serious? This is yes. this is maddening because I thought you were the woke one here. I thought you were the wokester. Now I have to be the one to tell you why a trios title is problematic. Oh, just make more men's belts. This is the first time in wrestling we have two women's belts, like ready to roll in the same company on like the same brand. No raw SmackDown nonsense. Like a whole other belt for the women. And you're over here going, I really thought we were getting a trio. No one thought we we don't need a trios. If anything, we need more women. What is belts. the point of us having trios in the in the, in AEW? Just to have trios matches? No, yeah, WWE should have been six man t- tag matches forever. Eight man tag matches in in AEW. What do we need? A, should we do we need an elimination chamber title for every time there's one of those matches? I think we should. We should then have the like eight elimination chamber match, like six, we four, six, six elimination chamber matches on one night. 
Then we have a seventh one where the winners of those six elimination chamber matches fight off in one big elimination chamber. And the winner of that big elimination chamber gets the elimination chamber title. Who would who would you make your first elimination chamber champion then? The first elimination chamber champion, the person who could go through two major elimination chambers, and we've seen him be able to do it before, would be Edge. He did it one time. Another man. Another man. So you're creating this whole new belt. It's going to be all exciting. This is going to be so fun for wrestling. Another man. Like, that's all you can think of is just putting dudes over the top. This is so problematic and frustrating. I have a picture of the TBS title up. You keep calling it the hose title because you think the logo looks like a hose. Even you though it's pronounced Haas, it. it's Haas. H O S. Yeah, Haas. No, Haas is H O S S. Oh, like so, I'm, so I'm missing an S. Well, you're missing an H and an O. So I don't know who, which one's more wrong in this one, Cheeto. And also, you want to create a new belt for the men, and then I give you an Obeta opportunity. Obeta says he's the third U C E. You're the third Oost, Gino. I think that's the problem. Hell yeah, you're, I wouldn't mind being the third Oost, which is Sifafa too, because he got signed and maybe. Again, I did think about this because Jacob lost his belt and maybe he's he's thinking about signing because his brother, his family, Sifa, is signed with WWE. So maybe he's going to sign and we get the entire Samoan family together. Maybe. Why would Jacob Fatu lose that belt finally? I know Hammerstone's MLW's boy. Like They're, they're going to put that company on his back. They have a Hulk Hogan ripoff and they're going to use it to the fullest. So is Fatu WWE bound? Like I don't know what contracts look like, but you know if he goes to WWE, he falls into the Umaga category where they're going to tell him no more moonsaults, no more dives, just wrestle like an Umaga. You look like Umaga. But here's the thing: he would have the tribal chief with him to speak for him and understand he can do his stuff. That we have Roman, we'd have Jimmy, we'd have Jay, we'd have Sifa and Jacob, and they would be able to control this promotion and change this for the better to make this better because they know what's best for the wrestling business what was the name of sifa tonight didn't they announce it like sikaloa or something was it sifa sikaloa something i forget his actual like new name but yeah he's i think there. it's silo it's like silo sikaloa or something silo sikaloa he's two names he's two pieces he has first and last silo sikoa i think is what it was yeah it was yeah, not Itkoa. yeah not that it was an okay name. I mean, you know, we're, 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 one guy's name is Reigns on the on the main roster, so I guess that's not. They didn't give him a very Samoan name, Gino. So again, he's gonna hopefully come up to main roster at some point very soon after he's ready for Davey style of wrestling, where we then get to see him with the Usos and Roman, and then Jacob being the big signing that Davey tries to make, and we get to have happen, and we put them all together, and then one day. We get the unbelievable moment of the Gorillas of Destiny signing with WWE. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we get the Samoans versus the Tongans. Speaking of MLW, what's up with Alicia Atut and Selena De La Renta having like $50 lingerie pay-per-view matches? Is, did you hear about this? Is it, did this make the Geno radar? I have not heard about this, but I'm like, I've been seeing them like talking a lot on her own YouTube. Like, they've been talking more than her interviews with most people. So I don't know what's going on with those two. Yeah, they become like best friends. And I, I know Selena has been very big into like the OnlyFans world. And hey, I'm a chick. I can make money off these dumb wrestling fans. Uh, so yeah, th- th- these two did like a pay-per-view. It was like 50 or six. I remember hearing the number going, are you kidding me? Like it was more than Bound for Glory. Like it, they, they're, and so they know what they're doing. They're like, okay, we're going to do Bound for Glory. Yes. 
it's going to be us two wrestling in lingerie. And it's all the all the Genos of the world who don't watch the WNBA are going to be lining up to watch us wrestle in our underwear. Uh, but just these two, though, not Quinn McKay, not the woman who people would want to see in this predicament. Is Quinn McKay one of those Poor for you? Poor kids are just as I would think just she would have to. Quinn kids. McKay, Ring of Honor women who should be the champion, but she's not going to, and she won't be anytime soon. Thank you so much, Spliff. Quinn McKay, I, not not for me, not one of the names that I have up there. So it's interesting. Like honestly, I would put these two up there. I'd put Alicia and Selena in that that tier. Or maybe not. Ah, you know what? Quinn McKay is probably on par with them. But yeah, yeah there you go. See, yeah, because we even put like Angelina Love on there. Like maybe current Angelina, because like she does look like the work she's had done is very noticeable now. I would say current Velvet Sky, but I'm not paying fifty bucks for any of that. So I don't, I don't get where this is coming from. Like. Uh, her and Selena did this $50 pay-per-view. Uh, so you, this one didn't make your radar. You, you were busy nope. buying GCW events. I was busy watching and like learning about like what happened. Cause I sadly was not even watching the aftermath. Like I wanted to, because I just couldn't afford it at the time. I can now for the next event, which is going to be fight. Uh, I forget what it's called. I'll pull this up because besides this big tag team match with second gear crew, we're getting against damn boys. We also are going to have Nick, Gage against Minoru Suzuki. So how did you not have any money and now you have money for GCW? How does this happen? I was able to donate uh, plasma. I said I was not able to last week. Why? What did they say? You're not allowed to do that? I just uh, was feeling a little bit ill. And they just kicked you out. They were like, no, not I just didn't try. Tyler Spita says sticky, icky, gooey genie. So sticky, icky, gooey. That's Tyler Spita genie. He's going through some things. So you you couldn't give how much do they give you for plasma? Was it a hundred? A hundred, hundred for me right now. But I heard about that once after like about a month or two, it goes down to just sixty, which is fine. At least that's extra cash each time. Sweet. We're gonna see where this goes. And again, I'm gonna be buying this next event, which also I know not that many of us, and even I barely follow AAA. But Psycho Cloud is also gonna be debuting in GCW this. So Quigley wait. says, for Christ's sake, Gino, selling your vital fluids is not a job. Yeah, Gino, so you're selling your fluids to make 100 You spend it all on GCW. Like, is there any more income? What are you doing? How do, What do you do? What's the future, Gino? We got, this is an intervention. It's, the future is going to be some form of communications. That's what I'm going to be getting into. That's what I'm going to be looking into and becoming, because I do know that this voice is good for communication in one way or another. There you go. So you're going to do, are we going to get Gino, Gino radio eventually? What's the next step? When does that start? And there's no better time than right now. I do believe that could be something and I do feel once I get this space of mind fully cleared up, I will probably start going back to streaming and then doing some form like just entertainment in some way, shape or form, whether it be from gaming or just discussion. I can't wait for this tomorrow. This is going to be huge because I know that right before Kevin and I go, right before Dynamite, I know you're going to be streaming all day. Is your new there's job? Dynamite. You're gonna. Do you, oh, there's there no dynamite tomorrow, huh? Nope. Oh, that's a bum out. Kevin and I are gonna have to talk about our like, like impact. We're gonna have to talk about this. AC Romero got released today, Gino. Something I've been saying is gonna happen for years finally happened. AC yes, Romero is it's gone. So sad. It's sad. What do you the mean last, sad? Because the last thing he did on TV and impact. Was that whole thing with uh, Ty Valkyrie being arrested? 
Yeah, that was forever ago, too. I remember that. Yeah. I, they didn't do anything with him, and Larry's just kind of been there occasionally, but not recently. So Larry D might be going soon, too. I thought, yeah, if you're going to get rid of one of them, get rid of both. <laughs> now, these guys, can I be honest, part of the reason why I think Impact just looked so indie to me, I didn't like AC Romero very much. And th- the fact that him and Larry D were kind of one of their three or four tag teams, it just didn't look well for these guys so i'm kind of glad we might be ushering and ushering in a new era of impact and we're just kind of trimming the fat and i don't mean that to be a fat joke that's at least understand but i do kind of agree to an extent even though again when you see like ac wrestle he's a good wrestler he's a good worker again for the man his size some of the stuff he's able to do can be surprising some of the dives he can do and like how he's been able to like cut some weight progressively over time well and be able to still work and do everything he can do again hopefully when he's going back on the indie scene they'll be fine but since we are talking about impact and signings and releases and sadly you did miss uh knockouts knockdown the inspiration are coming to bound for glory yeah so that was that was big news uh peyton royce and billy Kay, now known as jess mckay and uh cassie what's her last name cassie lee they're going to be debuting at bound for glory i heard uh, jess mckay talking to my cousin chris van vliet uh they were talking about um how hard it is to get a visa and how hard it is to come to america so look this is huge i'm glad that they're finally back in wrestling i guess that was the huge dilemma was trying to get a visa trying to come back to america if you're not technically a full-time employee of anybody so now they're going to be working for Impact. I wonder if that means AEW wasn't going to sponsor them. How does that work? I'm not entirely sure, but I do feel it has to be something like that. But Impact is able to, because just like they did for Chelsea Green, they're doing this also for these two great Australian women, the, uh, the inspiration. And their new theme song is coming out very soon, which I'm looking forward to, to be preparing, to be looking forward to their debut at Bow for Glory to see them face decay oh god is that in their fighting they would have to because decay is the champions unless the decay lose before battle for glory do they have to fight for the titles can't they fight somebody else can't they fight to and somebody to and madison I'm, i guess they could go against the influence the oh influence my gosh the thank inspiration god. i was so worried that you, they were gonna fight decay that sounds terrible they could. that would be great what i like mean? rosemary you just don't like rosemary i don't like rosemary at all like look i i like i have <laughs> I even like Havoc. I think Havoc's great. So I, I don't mind. Get Tennille and Havoc in a tag team. But uh, I, I just think for their, for their big first show, I don't want to see them fight Decay. Like, unless Are the heels, are they coming in as heels? Like villainous Australian heels? I wouldn't be surprised. We're going to have to see where this goes with the inspiration. Because no, we have no idea. They just had a little video package at the end of just having the song and having the inspiration bound for glory. No, Tennille needs to cut a promo and say, I was the first Australian over here. We don't need any more Aussies. I'm the only Aussie. And then they come out and they're like, we challenge you to a tag match. And then Madison Rain's like, I'll be your partner. And then tag match. 
those, partners for a minute now. Those two. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like that. That part. It's not like they have like come out and say, "I'm going to be your partner." It writes itself. Partner. And then if you want to, if if you want Rosemary to be in it, then she comes out. And she's like, uh, "What's her song like?" As I've been You really don't like Left Behind. That's the, the no, that's their song. I did it right. So then she comes out, and then she's like, "Hey." This this tag match is gonna be extra awesome because we're in it now. And then yes, having for, for the titles triple threat. I guess they could do that for Bound for Glory. TLC triple threat tag title. Oh, is that okay with you that we have more than more than enough women on that? Like, can we finally get some women on the show for you? Is that okay? Put triple threat do tag. You that? So that here's approved? the thing then: is who they're gonna have? They're gonna have Deanna and Mickey, which again, whoever wins that's gonna face Mercedes, as we know, because. Sadly, it's got spoiled for you. The tournament, but a great show. Wait, say that one more time. Mercedes. The Mercedes Martinez is going to be facing either Mickey or Diana. Whoever what? wins, about it. Is it going to be the same night? Probably not. No, it's going to be later. It's going to okay. be down the line, but it will happen. Which is going to be a great match. Whoever gets it, which it should be Diana. Mickey should not just come in here and win the title just because it's Mickey James. Oh my gosh, you're the guy who always tells me, "Well, they had to go to WWE to get their names bigger." And then they get to come back to Impact and dominate because Mickey know, is not. She, her name didn't become bigger in WWE. Her name became bigger because she got fired and got treated very badly by WWE. So maybe again, this is a big moment for the Battle for match, and she's well deserved of it. But I just feel Diana should not lose this reign to Mickey James. Wow. So, if if anything, so hold on. So if the Good Brothers get fired and they go win the belts, it's cool. If uh, like if Kurt Hawkins gets a title shot, like that's cool. So everyone else who gets all these men, you know, I mean, I don't mean to keep pointing this out. If all these men get fired from WWE and they get to go to Impact and dominate, that's totally fine. We have a female who's doing it now, and suddenly it's like we shouldn't stop the awesome character work that we have. And by the don't way, by the way, Diana kind of did that. So. Yes, Diana uh, yeah. is the woman that actually being paved the way for the women that get fired to get a big p- push later in their but, career outside but Be- Diana could do it, but not Mickey, huh? Only one woman well, per, only Mickey. one woman per scenario. <laughs> the first thing we have Diana beat Mickey. Then we have Mercedes beat Diana. That's the big moment. That's what I'm saying. Diana Mercedes could get that moment again. That she could be the woman who got fired, got mistreated by Davey, tried to put her in retribution, and she said no. She said, this is not right. It's not what I'm good for. Then she gets treated negatively in NXT, barely used. She gets fired, and now she gets these great indie showings that she gets to have. She works in Impact, and she gets this Impact Women's Championship match. She's going to win. So you're okay, with, time. you're okay with Mercedes being fired, but you're not okay with Mickey. So what I'm learning is you just don't like Mickey James. Like, that's what this sounds oh, like. Oh, I do like Mickey James, but Mickey James is also working with NWA. I don't believe somebody who's working as in whatever position she really is in long term with NWA would have enough time to commit themselves to be in Impact full time like Diana and like Mercedes would be. Impact to. records their shows three days every 
two months. I think you can be you could commit. To, Mercedes is wrestling in other places too, and even yes. Chelsea Green's wrestling in Ring of Honor and NWA. So yep. there's no such thing. Well, as, she can't work Ring of Honor. Yeah, there's, there's only. It looks like Deanna is the only one who's not taking bookings anywhere else. Like except for like AAA when they do do shows since she's champion. Now. Look at the current Impact champion. It's Christian who works for the, a different company. So for now until the Alpha Ball. Yeah. Right choice will be made, hopefully. We'll see. Honestly, I'm not even sure. To. For all we know, Ethan Page is going to cough on the match. And Dan Lambert's going to come out. Dan Lambert's going to be so sad if they do that. Oh, dude, don't don't expect it to not happen. It could. Okay, so here's we have to hope that we have to hope about it during that dynamite that we see the men of the year. Hey, we have guys. to watch that dynamite that Saturday and hope we see men of the year and Dan Lambert because then we know that they're not an impact. Well, Bound for Glory might be taped, as you said, so maybe they taped it the night before. But not to the point, because like, they're going to be lot, like they're going to be there at eight. So again, Impact's going to be at eight, and so will Dynamite. So they won't be able, like bring people from that arena right to Las Vegas from Florida. I don't know, dude. I don't like that they're making Bound for Glory move. Their I time. know you don't. Do we need to get into this again? You want me to get into this? No, we don't have to get into this. But we're going to watch Bound for Glory. We're going to. We have to. For the culture, for the what? For the culture, the culture of wrestling. The oh, wrestling the culture. culture is that is that a new yes. thing? Do people say that for the culture? Yes, people have said this since GCW for the culture bundle, where they had a whole event the entire wrestling weekend, where you could order the on fight for the culture. For, that is like a ton of events for, for the, the culture. culture. I've never heard this. That's a, I'm going to live my life by this now. I'm yes. doing something I don't want to do. I don't agree with, but I'm doing it. For the culture, I'm watching. Yes. I'm watching Impact having their WrestleMania. They're moving it back for the culture. I've yes. never heard this, but yes, okay. So Impact is moving their time, their the time of their show back. Yes, because it's not going to be as good as Dynamite that night. Uh, and I'm telling well, you, Gino, know, anything could happen. Anything could happen on Saturday Night Dynamite. Mike Bennett shares thoughts on Roman Reigns' success. Oh, I want to look at this. Um, Okay, what time does Bound for Glory start? Okay, Bound for 10 Glory. 10 p.m. 10 p.m. What time? Central or East? Eastern time. Okay, so 9 p.m. my time. So that means once Dynamite's over, 9 p.m., when normally Kevin and I would start talking. That's Saturday night. That's Saturday night. I will then have to watch three-hour Bound for Glory after that. So that ruins a post-show because it'll be midnight by the time. It'll be Who better than Split says for we the culture a is a black rapper thing. Don't you have... Gino, do you have family, kids? Don't you have a kid? I sadly don't have a kid. And sadly, do are you you all in? I wouldn't mind eventually having a kid and a partner that I could live with a woman that partner cares about me like I do. Gino, because this is the problem. The you have to women have don't like to just be treated like a woman all the time. They sometimes want to be treated equal. Oh my god! So they want to be an equal life partner. They You're... want to be your other, your better half. Is they like? You fell for it. I don't know who told you that. I don't know which women you're hanging out with. Women want to be called women. Your wife wants to be called her wife. Read the Bible, Gino. It's all in there. Come on. Everyone knows that it's true. That whole, I'm your partner and we're equal. Yes, we're equal as far as like the government views us. But no, as far as, a, like if there's a spider, guess who's getting it, Gino? Not your wife. You shouldn't kill spiders. That's like spiders help the the world. I didn't even You're say kill it. I just said someone's got to deal with it. It's going to be me. It's not going to be her. There's differences. Come on. Are you serious? Gino. The, 
I, you know what? My wife's going to be happy that at least I wanted a women's championship to be created, all right? That's equal. I'm over here going, yeah, TBS title, great idea. What about a trios for six dudes? Why would we give one woman an extra title? Well, we can get three dudes an extra belt, bro. Come on, Gino. But the Dark Order needs a belt. There's more than three guys in that. Why are we going to give a trio? Yeah, so belt? three of them can hold the belt. Why don't we make a, a, a six-man belt? Hey, we're six of a faction belt then. Why don't we like why is why a trios? Why a fun name uh, that you know you're right. Let's make five belts of one type and it's the faction belt. Yeah, the faction Dark belt. Order against the Super Elite. The Survivor Series Championship. And yeah, look at Kevin in the chat. Don't cry in her arms, you know. Do you want to cry in your wife's arms or you want her crying yours? It depends on the situation. Do you want you her to, to give birth equal. or do you want you to give birth? Is that even possible? You know, everything, yeah. don't you watch half the videos I play? Men are giving birth Sometimes. all the time now, okay? There's no such thing as gender. That's why I had to ask for cardio. I was like, can fake, can these new fake women that like cut their dicks off, can they menstruate? And they can't, you know? So you wouldn't be able to like do it, but you could say you did it. I guess that's true. Or at least those the simulation of birth that men can do so you can feel the entire thing. Exactly, which is, which is fake. We all know it. Yes, it's a simulation. Of give it, me, give me an epidural and then put those on me. I'll see what I do. So, Gino, besides all of that, everything I just said that I can't even remember how we even got here. I know we were talking we about get over it. That's Mike Bennett. We we're talking about Mike Bennett. Oh, you were talking about a midnight show. You wanted? Oh, we'll do it. Yes. We'll do the Bound for Glory we post show. We would have done an amazing Bound for Glory post show if the pay per view started when Impact pay per view start. If it would have started at 7 Central, like every other Impact pay-per-view in the history of Impact pay-per-views, we would have been able to do it. But because AEW Dynamite had to have their little show, that made Impact go, well, we can't compete with that. We can't do this. We have to go. We got to move back. Well, then here's what we could do then instead, you know, just me spitballing an idea right here, right in the moment. Live. Watch along of bound for glory that you could watch via yes impact plus or other means that you may not support definitely not on impact plus so yes, you do have to pay for it on fight or again you could find other it? means that we will not support because we cannot support any form of illegal activity well i didn't even say illegal yeah i agree with gino nothing yes. illegal here we do not support anything illegal you could just watch bound for glory live with us and we could be live illegally. All right, let's take a look. How much is it? It's forty dollars. You know this event that they're moving back two hours because of a television show yes. is forty dollars. All yes. right, and it, look, it looks good. I mean, it's got hard is great so far. It's got Josh Alexander on it. It's got Christian. Those are my, two of my faves. Uh, Mickey James and Diana. If I order now, I get eight dollars in fight credits. What are fight credits? Do you know, can I? Are I they like? The are they bound for glory credits. points? They are credits for like your fight. I don't know how much equals to how much. I think it might just be exactly like eight would be eight dollars. Oh, it will just say eight dollar fight credits. Yes, so I'm not sure how much like your fight credits are specifically that dollar amount. Ten days, you know, we are ten days and twenty two hours from the biggest event in Impact history. Like you have to assume every WrestleMania is the biggest one in history because it's this is the moment now. This is the future. This is the present. This is all we get to see. Bound for glory, and they had to move it back two hours. 
And this match is going to start when I'm very almost in bed. Now, I stayed up late this past weekend watching boxing, so it's not impossible that I can't watch this event. But I'm just letting everybody know how upset I am that they had to move this fucking thing back, okay? But if we were to watch it together live on like a call, that would keep us motivated to watch it and stay focused. Make content of this great event that we're going to be able to witness together of seeing this triple threat match for the X-Fish time where we already know two of the three participants, I believe. I forget the third one has already been done or not. Is the card actually on the site or on there? Not, it's not on fight. I don't see it on fight yet. Oh, here we go. Look, also the lineup. Uh, Deanna versus Mickey. That'll be fun. Uh, even though you hate Mickey James, which I just found out tonight. I hate. The Call Your Shot gauntlet match. How many guys are in that? There's more than this uh, many. I'm not sure if there are. Like we could check how many. If, if there's a different site that has more updated. We, yeah, this this, this site. It's called en dot wiki. Pedia, oh, Wikipedia, Wikipedia.org, uh, slash wiki slash bound underscore four underscore glory underscore parentheses 2021. That site has more people on it. So it's got all oh, your favorite John Schuyler. You know, John Schuyler. Hell yeah, Schuyler. He's great. I love Schuyler. So crazy Steve, Falaba, Jordan Grace, or Johnny Swinger versus TBD versus TBD. This is for the Impact Digital Media Championship. Now, I didn't watch this unveiling of this championship. What is the gimmick behind it? They are, I believe it's mainly just matches that are on their digital side, whether it be on their Twitter, on their YouTube, on anywhere, that they digitally can produce these matches and show to these people. Does BTI so count? Just, uh, I don't believe it does. I think it's different because like, they just have matches on BTI, but they might eventually have like a match on there for like the title. At some point, WWE's dead. What is this? How come I, I go see. on Twitter for a second and this is like the first thing that I see? What is this? Who's wearing this suit? Who's dressed like a cat? What am I watching? That's not is who's the WWE champion? That's not Big E. Who's this guy? I don't know who that could be. The hell, you know, for podcasters, no very idea. visual. Go to at WWE on Fox. There's some dude dressed like a cat with the WWE chair. I don't get it. I don't. I know Big E's like all over the place letting people hold that belt, but I don't know what that was. Uh, and then we also, so we have the digital the digital championship. We also have tournament final three X Division match. How come we're not doing Ultimate X? What happened? Did, did... I don't know why they're not doing Ultimate X this time. Before, but maybe what they're going to do is save the Ultimate X for Slammiversary like they did oh. for last time. It just happened. Oh. It's going to be the Ultimate X big event. It's gonna be or maybe they'll throw the extra X Division guys like in an opening match and they'll just pull the red X down. You know how they do that? Yeah, I wouldn't mind that have a because they still have a little bit of time to build for matches. Yeah, because they'll be like, this person will be the first double contender for the X Division title after this big. Oh, triple Steve triple Macklin's in this X Division match? Yes, he won one of the triple threat oh, matches. Oh, that's kind of whack. Um, so, Willie Mack, El Fantasmo, and Rohit, they're going to be. That's who's. It's between them three for the third slot. I guess El Fantasmo, right? I don't even like El Fantasmo, but if, I'm, if, if it's an X Division match, I don't want it to be not him. Yes, and that would be a good way to help promote Bullet Club, and maybe Bullet Club would have a big impact. How did – no, no pun intended. How come uh, Macklin's in this match? Who did he beat? Why did he squash two – I forget two who was in that triple threat. I believe it was 
might have been Petey and TJ and Matt Dyson. We could see. He beat Petey and Black Corona. Oh, if you scroll down there, so yeah. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I guess out of those three, yeah, I'll take. I like Petey, but obviously they don't need to push Petey. He's already the top of the top. They're pushing Deanna's boyfriend because it's Deanna's boyfriend, which I think is silly. It's because he's a war veteran. Is that why? Are we just going to give every respect him? Yeah, but to respect him for serving our country. Yeah, but he needs to be a good wrestler in return. Like, he is a good wrestler. There's, you and I have seen some bad wrestlers, and Macklin is not a bad wrestler. He's just generic. It's just he's just cookie cutter. Like he's like the video game wrestler before you edit anything. Like it's just that's what you get. You get a Macklin. He's a good wrestler. That's like he's a good, well-rounded. He's a good head. Like what do you mean well-rounded? What do you mean he's, the so Rock's he well-rounded? He, this guy's not yes. well-rounded. Yes, he is. When you see like Steve Mack, when you see Sean Spears, they're equal. They're good hands. They're good wrestlers. They can work any type of match that they need to to get the crowd behind them. Not a main. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Not a main event. I, I like. I know. I understand what a good hand is, but yes. I don't know. Like when I'm thinking well-rounded, I'm thinking, okay, this guy's good at everything. Like it's not like Ty Dillinger's burning the house down, and every time he gets in the ring. And, same he with Macklin. He got over us. Where's TJP in any of this? Like, where are the guys that are actually well-rounded? Well, TJP, again, who knows what he might be doing. He might be busy working other where, shows, so he might not be able to work Impact. Like, when shows. I fell back As in love. you saw in that show. When I fell back got, in love with Impact, there were several well-rounded guys. Josh Alexander, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, TJP. Like, these guys brought me back to Impact. And I was yes. watching these matches going, these guys are insane. Rohit Raju, I would even throw in that category. Yeah. Trey Miguel, uh, not Laredo, not Laredo kid, but all these guys. events blip says Austin Aries was well-rounded and amazing. Yeah. Austin Aries is well-rounded. That's a good example. Somebody who can wrestle the first match can wrestle the main event, can be a heel, can be a baby face that can do a hardcore match, can do technical wrestling. That's well-rounded. I look at Macklin. He can't even cut a promo. Yes, he can. <laughs> yeah. I just, it's, it's sometimes hard because you have your opinions that again are very but strong. But I think my opinions, opinion. my opinions align with. I feel like a majority. Like I feel like more people watch the stuff that I would watch or push them towards. Because GCW, I can say, yeah, Moxley versus Cage was really good, and I think I could convince people to watch it. I can't convince them to watch. Uh, so what's that guy that you love, Tony Deppin? I can't convince anyone to watch that. Like I again, I, I like Tony Deppin because he's a good heel. Like, and I don't like him like him as a wrestler because he he's just great heel work because he legitimately everyone hates him. Yes, but I'm just saying. Steve Macklin, as far as like, oh, like good promo, I don't know if you're going to be able to convince anyone of that. Let's see. The... Now, obviously, theme song rules. I mean, we all agree with that. His opponent from Cedarburg, Wisconsin, Hero. Who's this guy? I'd like to see more of him. Look at the colors. He's like all excited. The, the facial hair. He almost. Again, looked... he may be one of these jobbers that came from uh, Creator Pro. Like, oh uh, yeah, Manny Lemons, Sam Beal. This guy's awesome. I'm loving this. I'm really loving this Cal Hero, and, and also I, I kind of agree with uh, with Kevin. You have to defend your opinion, like how Macklin's good. I'm going to show you proof that he's not just by going to the first YouTube video I saw him holding a microphone. So, and that's what I mean. I look at guys like you brought up a Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger had some pretty good matches. He also had some I don't know decent all right stuff. Even in 
imp or what's the uh, what's the new thing he does? The elite show, elite match, all elite wrestling. Um, even in that, it's not like Sean Spears. They brought him in like he's a good hand. They gave him a main event promo or a main event spot with Cody, and then months of yeah, I'm hanging out in a limo with Tully, never really being used. Even during the pandemic era, he was always the one guy you would notice at ringside. So it's not like he's setting the world on fire. I guess that is true, but again, I just enjoy good wrestlers who can wrestle. Uh, just a good match, a good work rate in that sense, but just also whether it be like a long-term match, just like short, quick sprint wrestling. But you hate Mickey James. Like you're describing Mickey James, but telling her she doesn't deserve the title at Bound for Glory. And Cal Hero, by the way, look at that smile. This guy's a champion. Let's see what I bet he's does he do the J the J O B? He better not do the J O B. Yes. Well, I know that you've got something to say about Cal Hero, but one thing we know about Steve Macklin, he's all business all the time. Absolutely. Full disclosure, I've known Cal Hero and his family for a long time. I'm excited to see him making his impact wrestling debut. Hell yeah, me too. I'm just not excited to see the man he's in. Me too, D-Lo. Let's see how this match Mama starts. Probably proud right now, but he may be, uh, Josh so Matthews. Go for the By the way, Josh but, Matthews, thousand times better than Matt Stryker. Like I really didn't like Josh Matthews ever. And then I watched Impact with Matt Stryker for weeks. And it made me realize Josh Matthews is great. He's so good at, like, just listen. He really makes me feel like like I'm not an idiot. Whereas Matt Stryker talks to me like I'm a dumbass the entire time. Well, he also talks about, like, uh, authors Oh, wait, 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 your favorite. He talks to This is it. That's the most I've heard this man talk ever. Ugh. Just, Come on, Cal. Speeding down on Cal. Here. Look at the Judas effect. Us. But it's again not as very effective because he's not mastered like Jericho. And Josh Matthews does the he he really brings the whole story to the front. And it just feels like I'm I'm really a part of something special when he's it's like a Michael Cole, I understand. But it does feel like this impact universe. Uh, I think the problem with Stryker is he tries to make me forget I'm in the Impact Universe. He tries to say... You're watching a sport. People around the globe are obsessed with Steve Macklin. And when you watch an athlete who's at the top of his game, you think of like a Lionel Messi, a Cristiano Ronaldo even. That's Steve Macklin for you. And I don't believe that. I, I don't know. Like If he would just say... The tenacity of a Steve Macklin reminds me of an early abyss or somebody who would dominate their opponents here in the impact zone. Like, keep it to impact. Don't try and make me feel like I'm a piece of shit for watching your show. Does that make sense? Matt Stryker has been doing this for a long time, though, just making reference to anything that he can, whether it be pop culture, current day, or in the history. He likes to just reference anything just to try to make people think, that this is on par with this. That this, when you're watching here, is on par. And connected to this other sport, this other event, or this other author's storytelling. Yes. Is what they're telling in the ring. Because there was some, uh, there was a match with like a manager in it. And he made it, like, he brought up how somebody was a manager of like a Premier League football team. And I had no clue what he was talking about. But by God, he was going to stick with it no matter what. And even Dilo was like, Premier League fan, huh? Because even like Dilo was like, this fucking guy needs to shut up. So let's let's hold on. Let's fast forward to when Macklin. I don't ever see him really talking to Because this is, I mean, obviously this is a squash match. Look at this. Look at this lariat. 
so good. Oh, nice cross body by Cal Hero. He's back up No selling piece of shit. Because this is just a little nobody come back. Showing that he's Here we go. But this is gonna slice his neck. But this is the worst part of it. Like, okay, this finish is cool. I like saving grace. You like saving grace, not mayhem for all. Like, look at it. And Macklin says that's it. Sets up. And Steve Macklin. That one actually looked pretty good because it kind of looks like the Michinoku driver. That that one looked like a brain buster a little bit. That one looked a little more painful because I've seen him do it where he just they land in like a Falcon Arrow position. It's like just do the Falcon Arrow then. That one actually more like a Michinoku driver. Yeah, that it's more like Rikishi's driver. Hey, Cal, no, Rikishi was on the shoulder. <laughs> I know wrestling. Moves here is your winner, Steve McQuinn. Right, he talks, Look right? His here we go. We got a promo. Promo. The things that I've seen. Okay, now I, I before before he talks, I do want to give him a little bit of credit. Because I do hate this part of wrestling where they make the guy wrestle and then make him cut a promo because they're all out of breath. I remember remember Big Show did that Broken Skull Sessions or whatever it used to be called where he had a match and then he had to like run backstage and go talk with Austin. And he's yes. just sweating and can't talk. It, like Those are so – it's rough to do what he's about to do. So I'm yes. prefacing this with giving this guy credit for – Okay, what this promo I'm about to hear, he's probably winded. Yes, as any wrestler would be for performing. Yeah, exactly. To the people. The things that I've done, the worst thing you could possibly do is give me time. Yeah. Time gives me nothing but the time to prepare and wait. Time gives me nothing but prepare the time. And wait. Obviously, I've come here to Impact Wrestling pretty damn prepared. Uh Uh-huh. But I'm done waiting. He doesn't have the time, Gino. Yes, he doesn't have the time to wait anymore. He's ready to compete. He's ready for gold. He's ready for this opportunity to be a major star that he was never able to be in the WWE when they were trying to push this tag team that they never really got off the ground, and he could finally get this opportunity. As this veteran, as the man who had all this time built up, time and anger inside of him that he has been building to be prepared for this moment. If this guy, if get this push. I love everything you're saying, if he did a double underhook DDT, he'd be great. Like I don't know why his finisher is that weird fall down move. Like it just isn't. It isn't imposing. It's not like and it. Everything about it is I can't wait to see it get countered constantly. I can't wait for this guy to wrestle Punk because Punk will knee him in the head. He'll twist the arm. He'll have 100 reversals for this thing. Give him something better than this move. This Was this his finisher in WWE? I sadly cannot remember what oh, Steven yeah, Cutler big fan. did in the WWE. Because I don't think they use – I don't think he's actually won a single match down the main roster for a finish. Big I think fan. it was like a win. You big fan of Macklin here. Didn't even remember when he was the real one. The top boost. So this is gonna be a like tag team boost. That's not him. That's is oh that is him. That's Cutler. That's him with yes, hair. That's Cutler. Check this out. Look at that backbreaker. That's a cool move. 
Why does he do that? He still does the backward. Look at this big lariat. Honestly, do that. Have that be his finisher. Just do a lariat. And fucking beat the shit out of Biff Busick here. Or Listen, people, that is. I mean, people should do lariats more, but they just finish with them. But no one wants to steal from Stan Hansen. They have to get his Stan Hansen. Look at this move. Oh, that was awesome. What a backbreaker. Yes. That's not him now, right? That's Blake. Right. Is that, yes, that's that Wesley is Blake? Okay. Westland. Westland? Blake Westland, I believe his new name is. And oh. He's free now. Freeing the net. Give him a cross arm breaker then. Give him something else because his little falling down move is not good. It's the same grace into a Michinoku driver. That's kind of but why do you like the same? Come on. Nobody actually liked Devon's saving grace. <laughs> yes, right? they did. Look at Devon's saving grace. Let's do Look it. Look at saving yeah, grace. It got, yeah, it got so over. That's why Devon remained a singles wrestler. Oh, good finish, kid. No, Devon in the saving grace was terrible. Top 10 moves of Devon, I bet. All, are they all the saving it's grace? Why? It should be. He has 10 I, big moves. I didn't, mean to click, I didn't mean to click on a whole list saving of this grace. By the way, when Devon... Okay, this was awesome, by the way. Boom! When Devon would drop fools with a spine buster. That was a good finisher. Give him that. Why are we going to give him the saving grace? Saving grace. Oh, here you go. Cool. Look oh! I almost fell. Boom. Nice. He here you go. Here you go. Look at it. Oh! Yeah, it looks real tough. Oh! Oh, I don't get it. Who cares? Not See, a good it's move. Awesome. It's look, based. Bo- Booker look. T ends up winning that match. I I know it. That's WrestleMania twenty. This yes. is this look move. at the same grace. Look this. at him. He's able to elevate the man. No matter if they sandbag him or not, he can force them up just by pour, pushing up their neck yeah, and but, slamming them right down on their head. So the whole the whole point of that move though, like think of like a like an fu. You know, you're taking their momentum, pulling them up, and then continuing that momentum. As you slam them down, Devon's picking them up, and the momentum has to then stop, and he just lets gravity. He's not forcing them to the match. You know, it's not it's not going to hurt as much as an, as the fu or even a suplex. Even a regular reverse suplex will have more momentum than this move here. That is true for the again the constant like the momentum being used towards that, but at the same time you're using gravity and you're able to use all of your mass, all of your muscle. To lift a man up by their neck and by like their lo- like their shoulders, and pull them up with no matter how much they weigh, and just slam them right back down, letting gravity take its course to keep them down. Yeah. So the impressive part the of the one, move is two, just three. him starting it. Like it's not like it hurts. Yeah. So that's it. That's what makes it a cool. Move. That's it. What Macklin's right, able to do is he lifts the guy up, keeps him up, and then sets up for Mitch Nokutra. That's what I like. Macklin does it better. Like it's all the, does a modified version to a Michinoku driver. But he, he actually could force them down. Just to a regular Michinoku driver, then it actually looks more impressive and more intense. It does, but again, he has to do something that's unique and different because he can't take that from Michinoku. Well, everyone else does. He, Sheamus they was doing just it do for it a minute. Not there. as a finisher, though. They don't do it as a finish. Just do the Michinoku driver. Call it the Macklin driver, and we'll move on. We're fine with that. We did. We took the Canadian destroyer. I mean, that the Panama Sunrise and made that the. <laughs> The Seto Miedo, like all this stuff. Like everybody, we steal moves. It's fine. Low-key gets pissed, but it happens. You shouldn't steal moves. You should respect it just like low-key wants Seth to respect him. Is TJP not not allowed to do the Mamba Splash because it's essentially the Frog Splash? Like, what are we talking about? It's different. He does it different because the way he moves his hands and things is different. Yeah, he he pretends he has a basketball. Yeah. So you're saying if if Eddie had a basketball, it would have been way different. Yes, then he wouldn't be able to do the Mamba Splash. What about Slice Bread number two? Brian Kendrick, Alex Shelley. These are all guys that did the same move. What do we, who wins? What do we the do? They 
were together, they started around the same time, so they did their same move. And they, like, did that, I guess, as homage or respect to one another, because they started off together, and they have their own career paths. They still do this move when they wrestle. What do you mean they started off together? One of them is, one of them... They kind of did, kind of came around the same year, didn't they? But, yeah, but once... But what do you mean together? One of them trained in Texas, the other one's from Detroit. Like, what do you... It's, like, a different place, but, like, they came together, they probably, like, let's... We're gonna have this move. one that was like this is my finish. They're like, that's cool. Would you mind if I do it? Like they ask. That's the permission. Do you know that? Came. What is this? I is... would assume so. They would have. <laughs> they would have had to work together. I would assume that's like how you assume Triple H buried Tess when Tess probably buried. He Tess. did. Tess buried Tess. I love that things are just assumed. Bro, Hunter buried Tess. We know this. Yeah. Oh, we all know it. Yeah. We also know that Brian Kendrick and Alex Shelley they used to eat a Panera bread together. And talk about, okay, look, I love the sliced bread. Can I use it, bro? You know what? Sean taught it to me in Texas. But, yeah, that's totally fine. You could use it. Like, I, I think it's a great move. Everyone should use it. Oh, it's awesome. Great finish. And now they're, like, some people do modify verse, like Seth did the Seth Walker at first. Tyler Black. We came up, he first did the Seth Walk, which was a standing version of it. We didn't have to use the ropes. Yeah, and he asked. I, 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 do you remember that? I remember that. He actually went uh, He went to a Denny's. No one, he wouldn't have to ask. It was no, he did. He was, was in a... Ring of Honor with Alex Shelley at the time. And he told Alex, yes. look, I love that move. I love it so much. I would love to do it's that standing move. Standing sure. My own version. Yeah. And then Alex said, I have to ask Brian. So they FaceTimed. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. They FaceTimed Brian Kendrick. And they said, Brian, look, Seth has this idea for his new move. It's just like our move. And Brian goes, you know what? You know what, Tyler? Uh, Colby, this is a great idea. You should do it. I love that idea. So then he did it. Remember that? That was a cool story, huh, Gino? And there's a lot of great stories in wrestling about people who actually do ask permission to use moves. Oh, like when like Macklin called Devon and said, hey, can I do the saving grace? Yes, that's it. He must have. Just like how we he had must Becky have. He asked permission for The Rock and Stone Cold got permitted gave permission to Kevin Kevin Owens to do the stunt. And Steve actually, a lot of people don't know this, he actually talked with Johnny Ace. He said, hey, Johnny, like, that move you do is so cool. Like, I want to do that. Can I just do that? And Johnny no was... do the Ace Crusher. And Johnny was like, yeah, you do it. So, yeah. No these, one does the Ace Crusher anymore. What these, are you talking? these are such good stories. I do enjoy them. Did anyone ask Petey Williams, by the way? Uh, no, Petey never gets respect <laughs> because he's not on TV. They're like, we can do it now. Yeah, everybody's now stole... he's back on TV. They still do it because they respect him now. Yeah, everybody stole PD's move, and he gets no love for that. But here, here I am listening to you tell me, oh, they they're, they're friends. They can do the same some thing. people should respect legends, but some people don't. I'm just saying, Steve Macklin should do the slice bread number two. And I think that would be a way better move. He give it, give Macklin the stunner. Like, I, I think that's my that's one of my biggest issues. The promo wasn't that bad, other than the fact that he was good on the mic. He's great. Not settle down. See, that's what you do. You say he's good. He's great. Well rounded. Like okay, I have The Rock and I have Macklin. Where where are we at? How are we measuring? Listen, you don't need to compare to greats like The Rock. Okay, fine. I have I I have Matt Riddle and Steve Macklin. That's somewhat fair, I guess. So I would say, yes, they're both on equal foot. What? You, you're telling yes. me Steve Macklin and Matt Riddle are equal footing? Yes. How many takeover matches did Macklin like headline? How many 
Come on. Are you... How many did Riddle headline? Dude, him versus Velveteen Dream is a banger. And if you say otherwise. That wasn't the headline, I don't think. The headline, which figure was that? Okay, hold on. Let me rephrase that it's... then. How many singles matches did Macklin get? Because he didn't earn them. Like, look at that Riddle match. Look at Riddle versus Cassius Ono in six seconds. R- Riddle was put. NXT takeovers are five matches, they're all headlines. And that match was awesome with Matt Riddle. I've never seen a Macklin match and said that was awesome. I and I can understand. You don't always watch like the Forgotten Sons. You didn't really watch him. I watched Forgotten Sons. That's not a fair thing to say. I watched him. I don't. I, I did watch. Him. So you understand? Like yeah. he's good. Even back then, he was good. There's yeah, nothing he, bad. He's not a bad wrestler. No, he's a good tag Just team like guy. Riddle's yeah. not a bad wrestler. Yeah, but so no, no, no. Riddle's that... Riddle's a good wrestler. Like that's what I'm trying to tell you. If, if, like I'm just trying to get you to grade people. If Riddle was an A, Macklin's clearly a C or maybe even a D. No, I I give him a B. Then if we have to go back grade these B. You say he's one level below Matt Riddle. Yes. Where is Rich? Where's Rich Swan in all this for you? Rich Swan for me is. He's a B. He's tied with Macklin. Yes. He's in that same area with would, Macklin. Would you say Christian Cage is tied with Riddle or is he tied with Macklin? He's tied with Riddle. Would you say I, I love that that's the there's such a thin layer there. I need to find where's Jungle Boy? Jungle Boy, again, he's still young, but I could see the promise of him. And again, we have right now Riddle and Christian R and B. And again, because of me seeing this man does have a long future ahead of him, I do see a B. Well, they were an A. Matt Riddle's an A. I thought you said B. Yeah. No, I'm just – okay, so you're going to put Matt Riddle and Jungle Boy on the same level. Yes, because I could see, again, right now, he's doing really good work. Eventually, he's going to still – Who better than Spliff says Rich Swan is an average C. Exactly. But I would even put Rich Swan above Macklin. Um, And that's me who hates Rich Swan. But that's because, like, you've seen him more than you've seen Macklin. Maybe more Rich Swan matches. I've seen Macklin more singles. Matches. Yes, that's true. I've seen more like prominent singles matches from Rich Swan. Whether I thing, though, whether I wanted see, to or not, yeah. That is why at Bound for Glory, we're gonna have Macklin in this big, high-profile triple threat match for the X Division Championship for us to really get to showcase his talent in the ring for this triple threat contest. Doesn't that bother you? I feel like this bothers me. Macklin is the X Division champion. Like, that's something you're saying out loud and you're excited for. He could be an X Division, but I don't believe he's going to win. Like, Laredo Kid and Alex Zane. First of all, that match, Alex Zane, Laredo Kid, and Trey Miguel should have been the match that happened at Bound for Glory. (laughs) Like, those three guys scream X Division. As loud as it possibly can be screamed. Well, one of them is not signed with Impact, and the other. Well, I don't think either Loretta Which was one? Signed, Which one? So yeah, yeah, two of them. Alex Zane and Loretta were not signed. Neither is El, Fan- El Phantasma is not. He's he's probably going to well, be like, in this match. Yeah, El Phantasma is not. So, but they do have like a work relationship with New Japan. Like Christian's their champion. He's not signed there. So yeah, that I, is true. I, guess I, some, I people, some people like that, but like people who actually notice like. I would have loved Alex Zane to be about. Yeah, I think Alex Zane would have been great in this in this position. Sign sauce. him then if that's the problem. Sign him. Sign him yeah, up. People need to sign Alex Zane. Where's like Alex Zane at? Is he work, right? is Alex Zane tied with Macklin or tied with Christian? He's up there with Christian. He's in the middle. He, there's no way he's tied with Christian. He, he's so good. There's no way he's tied with Matt Riddle, who you tie you said Christian tied with Matt Riddle. Now Alex yes. Zane is great. But if I'm giving A's out to guys like Matt Riddle, I'm giving B's to Zane. And, and now I'm even thinking I'm giving D's to Macklin. But you shouldn't, if anything, again, 
Worst case scenario, gave him a C for you, for Macklin. I could see, but here, Alex gonna need, a, I'm going to need tears again. I'm going to need. Uh, we're going to have to bring up the tears. I guess list. we got to go to the retired tier list because John Because I'm even wondering, like, where did you know have John Moxley on this list? A. Like, so John Moxley would be an A. Where's Riddle of Moxley's an A? A. Where is okay? Wow. So Riddle and Mox are tied for you. Yes. Where's Chris Jericho? Chris Jericho currently. Yeah, currently. Wow. So Christian's above Jericho in your world. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe these are the things that are being said out loud. I think we solved it, though. I think we did it tonight, Gino, for the culture. We absolutely yes. did this. We saved the culture. We found out that you you don't like Chris Jericho. We confirmed that. You don't like it's women. I don't like You him. don't like women's wrestling. We confirmed that. Oh, really? That's why my guy loved Deanna Prozman. I think she's probably the best wrestler. You, Not just woman's wrestler. She's probably the best wrestler. What's that world. What's that new title that the women are fighting for over there on AEW? Uh, it looks like a HOS title, but See, it is the TBS title. Yeah, I don't know, Gino. How many WWE guys and, and AEW guys are allowed to come in and just win belts and impact? And suddenly, I we, think as many as that actually are deserving. Mickey of James that. isn't deserving after everything she's she contributed. She deserves the NWA Women's Championship. Every oh, and Camille doesn't. Okay, well I guess we'll Camille just Camille and her should have a killer match, and then Mickey wins. We'll just tell Camille to to, to screw. Hey, sorry, uh, you don't. And then deserve she it. should go to AEW. It's not like house. have Mickey and Camille have been in a, a storyline like this. They should. Did Camille, yeah, did Camille go upset. to Mickey's farm and fight her? I don't think so, Gino. Mickey's winning this belt, and she deserved it. Listen, I'm telling you, Deanna's winning this belt. I would put money on it if I could. Look, Deanna's my favorite this. wrestler in the world, okay? Uh, she is the best wrestler. And I like that you try and use that to make me like Macklin. I'm like, no, just because Macklin's hooking up with my favorite wrestler doesn't mean I'm going to like Macklin. You should be supportive of him because she supported Kim. No, I don't care what she supports. I mean, that's come on. That get us into a lot of trouble with what these people are supporting. I'm just saying, Deanna's a good wrestler. Mickey, by the way, uh, deserves this championship. Even if she wins it, I wouldn't be upset. So I don't know why I you would not be upset either. But I would prefer Deanna because I think Deanna versus Mercedes would be a better match than Mickey versus Mercedes. I don't think there'd be anything wrong with either one of those. And just because we get Deanna, uh, just because we get Mickey versus Mercedes doesn't mean that we don't get Deanna versus Mercedes at some point. Like that's going to happen. All these, all of these matches are right around the corner and Mercedes, by the way, maybe she gets her title match like, on impact this week. So we can't just assume because they there... said on knockout stock down, it's after Balfour court. What? How far after they didn't say how far it's just after they could they change their beta mind. And, uh, Mickey made sure to keep saying this it depends. Again, it could be me. I could be champion. That's who I'm going to face because I've worked and been in the ring with Mercedes before, and I would love to do it again. Let's see, Gino. This is going to be a lot of fun. We are on the road to Bound for Glory. The the second biggest event that Saturday, Bound for Glory. Uh, it's, yes. it's going to be huge. Of course, why? Like uh, it's going to be epic. We might as well bump it back two hours. We also have this Thursday, Bound for Glory 2011. So we're on the road to Bound for Glory. We're also going to watch Bound for Glory. It's going to be fun, Gino. Uh, I'm excited. We're going to be live. We'll be live here on Trovo. Uh, probably, yeah, have this. Now nah, we won't have the screen up. Maybe we won't. It's Trovo. I'm loving Trovo, by the way. Trovo's great. I uh, Hopefully by next Thursday, all my emojis and stuff will be approved. I was I was in there all day messing with shit, Gino. It's going to be way better next time. 
Hell yeah. But here's the thing, man. Again, we got all this great stuff coming up from us. We got again next month. We got good wrestling. We also have this Friday. Since I don't know, again, we're going to be live, but we're going to be focusing on Battle for Glory Thursday. Tony Khan announced this nice pre the uh, rampage buy-in we're going to have free on YouTube, which is going to feature Brian Danielson facing Minoru Suzuki. We're going to see this big time classic that no one would have ever thought could happen. Will be happening in 2021. Suzuki is it live? Brian Danielson on the buy-in for Rampage. You can see on Tony Khan's Twitter right now. Is it he live or is it free? Buy. It's going to be free on YouTube. It's going to be live. It's a live. So it is live. You're telling me it's live. It should be live, I believe. He says. He said it's. Again, They're not recording this first. on Wednesday. Are they recording it tomorrow, Gino? This is very important. Again, Dynamite is not happening Wednesday, but you can see his tweet. Pull up his Twitter. So they're recording. Tony Khan. Are they recording Dynamite then? I don't know if Dynamite's being recorded. I don't know what's happening. So you let's know, pull up his Twitter. Let's see what he says. You know, nobody cares. I don't care about that. I well, care about his Twitter. What do you care Tony about? What, what do you care about Minoru versus Daniel Bryan on a on a YouTube show? What is this? Because it's Suzuki. It's a legend, and because he is a legend. And not just the professional wrestling world. Okay, wait, wait. Who, sports world. Who's more of a legend? Minoru Suzuki or Gangrel? Minoru Suzuki. All right, all right. Finally, we're starting to agree on stuff. Who's a better in-ring wrestler 2021? Matt Riddle or Minoru Suzuki? Matt Riddle. Let's hear it. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I I love Suzuki, though, because Pan Craze, he's king he's one of the best look it's okay to love suzuki okay i'm not saying it's not i'm just saying that macklin's not as yes. good as suzuki where's let's do that one suzuki or macklin suzuki who's more of a legend suzuki dude macklin served this country are you serious you're gonna go with suzuki some out-of-towner coming into america to fight another great making pan Crace one of the greatest nobody likes pan open hand fist strikes come on this is wrestling gino Friday starts with a great wrestling weekend with AEW Rampage Live, 10 p.m. on TNT. But first, Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, that's 8 p.m. at my time, we go live with the buy-in. Are they competing with SmackDown? Is that like their plan now? Yes, because SmackDown has their supersized show, which is going to be two and a half hours long. So they're trying to get people to watch their show more instead of AEW. So AEW is trying to counter that with this buy-in that's going to be live an hour before so people get invested to watch this and watch AEW instead of smack down two and a half hour show I don't know I, I just watched first hour then you could watch Dynam AEW I've been liking Smackdown more than these rampages I watched uh, Daniel Garcia versus CM Punk and I thought it was a good match but so good. yeah it was good but I just you know I don't know it's Smackdown I feel like Smackdown's a bigger deal still, still than Rampage we're gonna have to see how this goes because again people get smacked down what are you gonna do that's what i'm worried about what is gino gonna do i'm gonna be having both shows at the same time oh my god oh what a way to enjoy watching aw and i'm gonna be watching smackdown the first hour is gonna be fully free to see what smackdown's gonna do on fs1 for the first hour what are they gonna do to try to cook the fans to keep watching for the next hour and a half and if they don't really invest for too much, I might focus more on AEW, where we're going to see Bobby Fish in action. And we're going to see Brian Danielson facing Minoru Suzuki. It's definitely going to be a test as far like, I think if if AEW pulls in these viewers, I think it's going to show WWE. People want to watch in-ring action. 
Cause, well, it also is because it's on FS1. Well, sure. I mean, yeah, I know. Their viewer base is going to be cut so much like every time when SmackDown's on FS1. Yeah, whenever they go to FS1. Well, I don't know. I I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Because I guess that many people don't have FS1. I mean, I have FS1. But in all, in all of this, we're all going to be watching baseball anyway. So I don't know what the big deal <laughs> is. I don't know why we're even worried about Dynamite, worried about Rampage, worried about SmackDown. Isn't isn't the reason SmackDown's getting bumped is for baseball? I would assume so. So yeah, people are gonna be watching baseball oh, instead God. of this amazing Friday of wrestling where we're gonna have two hours of AEW and two and a half hours of SmackDown. What about this amazing baseball that we're getting into? Is it what what game are we talking about? What's Friday? Is that gonna be the start of I don't know what Friday's game is. We could pull this up. Let's that, pull up what that, Friday's is. Is that the AL? Is that the AL uh ALCS by now? Because that's I think that's about the time that it'll start. Whatever, Gino, we did it all. We covered every topic from pillar to post. We know more about Steve Macklin than anyone else. This is this is it, all right? And I had a great time tonight, but it's time to ride off into that glorious sunset. So, Gino, before we go, any parting words and no more this Friday for free on YouTube. Like, hit me with the deets as we ride out. Listen, all I'm going to be saying for right now is that we are going to be come back Thursday with this amazing Bound for Glory 2011 show that we're going to be doing this nice watch on this nice companion in a sense to for us to see if the show is as good or as bad as some people may say due to that finish. Oh, it's, so, it's so good. Yeah, it's I've rewatched it. So, yeah, I know that it's good from from top to bottom. This Bound for Glory with that Bound for Glory series, they really did build a WrestleMania type event where just every match had its own rivalry going into it. Every match had its own, like even the title matches felt important. So it's absolutely a good show. It even starts with a good exhibition title match. I think with Austin Aries, I'm bringing up the card real quick. Yeah. Aries versus Kendrick is really good. RVD, Jerry Lynn, that even that crimson Matt Morgan and Samoa Joe nonsense, uh, is still like they built to it really well. So, yeah, I, I, I know we're going to enjoy this. Mickey James is on it, though. I hope that's okay with you. Of course it's okay. Mickey James is great, but I'm saying right now, Mickey should not win against Gianna, in my opinion. Gianna wow. needs to continue this amazing title. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, you all. Thank you, Gino. Thursday. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody, and I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Pick any program and just follow it step-by-step, like our 21-Day Fix program or the Ab Shredding Muscle Burns Fat program. Plus, there's free support in personalized fitness groups with our community of over 2 million members. Now is the time, so don't wait. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.